Hello and welcome to Geek Cinema Podcast, a podcast where my friends and I have a conversation over geeky, nerdy, and fanboy or fangirl movies alike. We're not experts or an educational podcast. Um, we're just a group of friends who like talking about movies. My name's Everett, and this movie or this podcast is, and this podcast is over it, the movie that has been long awaited because lots of people love Stephen King's classic novel. And uh, we just did a podcast over the miniseries, so if you want to go back and listen to that, feel free. Uh, there are major spoilers in this episode for the movie It, um, so don't listen to it if you haven't seen it. Minor spoilers for Baby Driver, Hollow Man, the Indian TV series O, and Hook. I also want to let you guys know that Kyle had to leave during this podcast because he had a major family emergency, and he apologizes that he had to miss it. Also, we wanted to avoid book spoilers for the simple fact that some people don't know this story very well, and so they might want to be surprised for part two of it. So, there are major book spoilers later on, but I'm going to put, you're going to hear this noise. And the first time, that means skip ahead one minute and 30 seconds or just three clicks of the 30 second skipper, if you have that, and five minutes the second time, and then you'll hear this noise, which means skip 30 seconds forward if you don't want a major spoiler for Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows part two. So, enjoy the conversation. <laughs> He's here. It? No, Kyle! He's right oh, here hey. in the studio! Stupid. He's here, and I... I'm back. I am here, and Kendall's here, and Matt's here. In the flesh. Why do you gotta say that? Because I, um, people are always writing me emails saying, I don't know who's on this podcast. I don't know who I'm listening to right You're now. flooding his it's inbox. It's me, Kendall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually it's me, because I'm on the phone, and I'm like, I don't know who's there. I hear Everett, and then I just kind of have to wait for the conversation Do we all unfold. sound the same or something? Uh, I think people identify auditorially, especially if they are on their second episode. Ever. You really actually get these emails? This is not. A no, joke. no, I'm joking. Okay. Oh, okay. I was like, are you? No, joking? they're they're dropping it in my DMs. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen anything. That way, you know who to hate since our last podcast. Yeah, you know, love. I uh, I watched a little bit of Daredevil, and that was it. I've oh, been so, watching. Yeah, we we've been binging the Twin Peaks. We've been binging Twin Peaks. Where are we you? We stopped and we watched a little bit of Buffy. Episode ten. Yeah, the, since awesome. since we last talked to you, nothing personally. New. Nothing new. We watched Buffy. Yeah. Because okay. Kendall was like, I just want to watch Buffy. I'm not into it to that night. Buffy. I wanted to watch Buffy. Right. Uh, I've been watching uh, Big Little Lies, <clears throat> HBO show, mm-hmm. based on a book. It's pretty good. Okay. Pretty good. I've heard of it. I don't know what it's about. Is it's, it like Pretty Little Liars, but bigger? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like a murder mystery. Is it but, like True oh, shit. Is it like True Lies, <laughs> but without Schwarzenegger? It's not like that kind of murder mystery. More like... You know there's a murder at the very beginning, and the rest of the show is, like, what leads up to it the week oh, or so okay. before. And okay. so you're, like, trying to figure out who got murdered, first of all, because you don't not, know who. Okay. Who killed Laura Palmer? Kind of. You don't well, know who so got killed. It, you don't know who killed them. And it's, like, a whole bunch of other drama that happens before does that. Does it seem like it's a isolated uh, season where they, they're they not oh, yeah. going to keep on making no. a bunch of... Okay. Because I, I do season. like that. Yeah, where they, they make a season of a show, but you know... That this is it. Yeah. Like it's almost so it's almost like a really long movie. Yeah. They're not just gonna oh let's just keep doing this forever. Yeah, I've been watching a lot. I watched uh, Baby Driver, which we talked about that. 
Yeah, Freaking that awesome. was on the last podcast, Kyle. We we covered this. I know, but we didn't really. I didn't really get to talk about it because I was going to say what I didn't. Can I spo- can I talk yeah. about that? Because I the, said I found no a major flaws spoilers. in that movie, but he has what? a no flaw. major. No spoilers. major. We can mm. cut that out. He just wants to tell us. Okay, it will be spoiler ish. Oh, but I'll, he I'll keep care. it vague. I don't. Okay, it's just my my only nitpick with it that kept it from being the perfect like a five out of five was that towards the end the guy who is trying to get them. And like trying to kill them, he just it seems almost indestructible, and that like he gets hit by a car. Yeah, like he just gets hurt over and over again. You're like, didn't you just get shot or something? Like I don't know, remember what happens, but it's just like, and he just keeps on coming back. And I like, like that. It made this it is scarier. ridiculous. The only that happened in a movie called Hollow Man. Have you guys ever seen that? <laughs> and like, like it's just like almost supernaturally like, and he's just a regular guy who's invisible. He had but he right. just keeps on rush. coming back, and like he gets caught on fire and like stupid stuff like that. Yeah. And I know, sorry, these are super spoilers. I'm sorry, guys. But he um, these are, that's an old movie. I'll but just, I'll just put them in the, in the okay bumper. So um, so anyway, so it just reminded me of that. that I'm like, oh my, okay, why is this guy still alive? I so, got you. So that was my only nitpick with the movie. But other than that, totally loved it. I got you. Um, let's see. These are both old movies from 2015, but I watched Grand Budapest, Budapest Hotel and Good Chappie. Movie. Have you watched it yet? Chappie, Matt? not that great. Grand Budapest. I love Chappie. I like Chappie. Probably more than Grand Budapest. Most people didn't understand I'll Chappie. I'll say this. I love Chappie. It was I, so good. I didn't Diane love Martin. Chappie, yeah. but or I thought Beyond it was way better than Elysium. I never saw that. I liked or, Elysium. I haven't seen District 9 either, but now I'm interested really? in Really? District them. 9 is... Yeah. I'd like to watch all of them in... It's like a perfect movie. Yeah. So that's what I keep hearing, and that's why I'm like, okay, got to watch it. It's like such a great twist to the... Alien mm-hmm. uh, genre. movie, yeah, genre. Mm-hmm. It's great. The only thing I hated but. about Chappie was Hugh Jackman's character. Really? Like he just I seemed ridiculous. I didn't, really, I didn't like him either. Like his motivation just seemed—it seemed so unbelievable. I like Hugh Jackman more than I like Sigourney Weaver in that because she seems so like the typical like she's played that same character in a lot of movies. I feel like, like just the CEO. Me, you know, I just boss thought he was—he was, was over bad guy. Yeah, yeah it, it, like, it did get a little. Like it didn't seem, he didn't seem very humane at all. <clears throat> yeah, or human. Not, I guess he wasn't supposed to be humane, but. But I liked it in that in the beginning of the movie. I agreed with him, and then he ended up being like the super villain, basically. You know, so I thought mm-hmm. that was kind of so cool. Saw that, and then I also on your recommendation, I watched the Fundamentals of Caring on Netflix. Which cried my eyes out. Yeah, so good. Jerk. Great. Movie. It was hilarious. Like way funnier than I was expecting, and way more emotionally strong. But not too like this is a sad movie or anything like that. <laughs> Watch it. You don't have to watch Why? it with me. Yeah, well, I watch movies with you. I don't watch movies alone. Watch your your true lies, or big little lies. <laughs> pretty little lies. Pretty little lies. It's big little lies. Pretty big lies. Pretty big. They're pretty big lies. <laughs> pretty big true lies. Not huge. <laughs> pretty big. Big little lies. <laughs> anyway, okay. So that's what I've been watching lately. Well, and then we all saw a movie. The movie. The it, it. movie. <laughs> we saw it. We saw it. We all watched it. We when watched did you guys it. watch it? Wednesday. 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 You watched Wednesday. it three times already? Yeah. What? Yeah. Wow. Yes. Matt is the leader here. Matt is all <laughs> over it. Yeah. Loved this Which movie. that's really good because I really do. I watched it and I was like, man, I wish I had time to, to watch, watch it, it again. again. Me it too. Was, yeah. It was a roller coaster. Yeah. And, and, and just after seeing seeing the 1990, you're just, I went in with a lot of... I didn't realize it, but just a lot of expectations. Like, as I was watching, I was like, oh, that's different. Oh, that's different. And so so there's just, like, a lot of – it was breaking down a lot of stuff. And that I, – I didn't dislike changes, but um, but it was just uh, – it was really hard for me to, you know, I get my footing it. in it. And so uh, so that's why I really, really wish I would have had time to see it again. I only have, like, a couple I didn't do that too that much, I but I did go – I did notice during the movie that I'm like, oh, I know all this. <laughs> I pretty much – because I know the story now. Yeah. Yeah. Because not only – 
if the listeners haven't yet, go back and check out the 1990 podcast. We talked about that and watched it. And we also talked about the book. We pretty much spoiled the entire book on that podcast. Not all of it. No, Quite Kindle's a bit. Are you still planning on reading it? Kindle, I am Kindle's going done. through it. I'm reading it. The whole book? Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm listening to it. How long is the audiobook? 45 hours. Holy crap. The book is 1,200 okay. pages. Because I started listening to the audiobook, but it was just like, I, I will. I plan on buying it, All right, but it was just on YouTube to see if I was interested in you reading it. You should get it. And so, and I was like, okay. And I'm like, you can join I'm like two hours in right now. And I'm like, this is dang good. But it's only a seven hour YouTube video. So I was like, you go, can, go, uh, go through Amazon hours, and get Audible. Um, if you get audible.com, you get two books free. There you go. Get that one. I can't remember you if I'm already trial. I think I've Try to do that. that if trial, you haven't but. done that, I do Amazon's subscription. So it's like fourteen ninety nine, and you get a credit a month, and that means I can buy a forty five hour long book for. Is one does one credit equal one book? Oh yeah, yeah that's yeah. way because gotcha. normally audiobooks are like twenty bucks, aren't they? Uh, that one's like twenty five, I think. Yeah, so that's it's, a good deal. It can be up to forty dollars mm-hmm. an audiobook. Every book is a cre- one credit. Yep. Dang. So a, a four hour book is a one credit, and a forty five hour book is one credit. still one credit. Wow. Because so I mean, if you, you read, pick and choose what you want. I guess get. if you yeah. read anyway, you're spending more than fourteen ninety nine on book on a book. Yeah, for sure. So that's worth it a month. Yeah, for me it is. True. He's very. Uh, I keep saying it's like Inception. The way he uh, he'll go into like a story that's it starts as they're as adults remembering them as a kids, and then halfway through that memory, they have another memory sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like three different stories in one little right. story. Which is what so makes it like pay attention. It would be so, it, I I just appreciate people trying to adapt this into a movie because with all that stuff like you're just like how are you supposed to get this information pages. onto a screen yeah when it's, it's like yeah they tell mul- yeah, yeah multiple stories like that um, one of the things I did think that was I don't want to get stuck on the book forever but one of the things I did think about the book that was interesting was like during the the opener which is like with Georgie mm-hmm. he almost like totally spoils like what's going to happen multiple times where he's like I can, I don't want to say word I can't say word for word but he says like. You know, Georgie went down to the basement and he got scared. Little did he know that he would have his like that he would die oh, later. Oh, he that does day. this a lot. And he does that yeah, multiple. And I'm yeah, like, if this lot. wasn't that's Stephen King, King, I would think that's like terrible storytelling. <laughs> like that, like that, like totally spoils it. You know, for, for it, me, it does, it but it doesn't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. I think because I know what's coming, I'm like it, that gives it away. He I does, the, he does the god. He does the god perspective on things yeah, like that. where you it's, know everything. You're omniscient. Almost. Yeah, and I don't. Know I kind of like it. If, I do yeah, too. It's just, then you're so, like, Wait, it's so different than anything happen? I've ever read. So I can't say that's cool. just for Stephen King. Sure. Um, but I don't read books ever uh, since high school. Really, he can't just because I don't have time for reading. And my mind, my mind doesn't do well with reading because sure. my attention. That's why like, I I'll go through two pages. Pretty much only read stuff that's in movie I'll form. I'll realize too. <laughs> I didn't keep retain any of it yeah. because I was my mind was racing onto other things yeah. while I read through the, those two pages, and I do that through a whole book. But horror novels and horror movies cannot be the same thing because mm. oh no, I mean a lot you of can't portray a jump scare in a book. No. Exactly. And a lot of in books, it's describing their feelings or their memories and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and you you, know, you just can't put that on. Yeah, a screen. And yeah, you have to portray it a different way, yeah. and so very very different. I'm very proud of what they did with this movie as mm-hmm. somebody who knows about the book and knows lots of people really enjoy the book, but am not necessarily a reader or a fan of it. Sure, uh, I really liked it. I really liked it. I loved it. I really liked it. I have flaws, but there's small flaws. Yeah. Well, there's a podcast. We can just we're, we're well, done. Let's do it. No. My yeah. my my official review of it was, 
it was a great story put into a mainstream horror film mm-hmm. version. It was a it was sorry. It was a mainstream horror version of a great story. Yeah. And it was okay. well, very well done. To where it was still presented and it had elements of m- most mainstream horror movies today. Um, but kind I think it, it almost took that audience and raised the bar for what they what I hope they would expect from a oh, horror I- movie. Not just like, oh, it had so many jump scares. It was so scary. But that, that within that, it also tells a really great story yeah, as well. Keeps you know? the heart. Yeah, and uh, this, this episode might have a lot of new listeners since this is such a popular movie. So... Um, we should introduce ourselves. Matt wanted to sit by me when we went to see this. On Matt is our horror fanatic. Because he knows that I am not a fan of horror movies no. very often. I like a lot, uh, if they're especially if they're just really good movies. But I am very easily scared, and lots of times they stick with me. Uh, last movie specifically was the Shyamalan <laughs> movie. The what? The Visit? The Visit. Oh, Freaking like, that old lady stuck with I me can't. for, like, a week and a half. Right. Like, just where you didn't walk just, through your house in the dark at all. You no, know, exactly. <laughs> and so... That thing uh, will F you up. Seeing yeah, I've never this seen movie, I knew it. if it was going to be good, it was very possibly going to be very scary, which means it was going to mess me up. Uh, and that is why, <laughs> specifically, <laughs> Matt wanted to sit next to me. Wanted to but, see how many times you jumped. And yeah. like, wanted to watch you the at whole one time point. Was, movie. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I loved the story of this movie. It was a great movie, and uh, I was I didn't get that scared. Like through the, it had a a few good. Uh, there, like Kyle said, there's probably too many jump scare scenes. Yeah, um, only a few of them got me, and then but the tension I liked the the scary tension in there. Uh, where it, it it didn't affect me uh, that night, I went to bed. I could have walked through the whole house in the dark, yeah. just fine. That's good. Uh, it kind of felt to me like an adventure movie with these kids. It did with a, a few more scary scenes than a normal adventure felt, movie. Felt like the Goonies. Yeah, like the Goonies scary, or gory Goonies. Yeah, yeah. basically. Um, That's how I feel about with the with with more ju- more jump scares than better the Goonies, than the Goonies. Basically, yeah. I yeah I had to I had to sit by you I and before <laughs> you went you went out for the trailers and I went over to Kendall I was like if I grab him on one of the scares is he gonna like hate me forever <laughs> <laughs> just so walk out of the theater. we got to the moment friendship because it was the projector scene mm. and I just counted down mm. like I looked it up on YouTube and made sure I had my timing just right <laughs> and I was like okay like but before that you had jumped or something and then it. There was another point where I didn't know if you were cold or if the tension was getting to you, but you had your jacket up and like <laughs> That's your eyes, scared. your eyes were just peering over it. And I was like, maybe I'll just tap him instead. <laughs> and, like, it was the scene where uh, Bill is following Georgie downstairs. Okay. That scene had me so tense. Yeah. Like oh, yeah, I saw that and I was like, I'm just going to tap him. Like I'll just tap him. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, that was, <gasps> that was probably because you, you did this scene, the the projector scene, which was one of the coolest scenes in the movie. I thought. Uh-huh. I feel like that was and the most scary scene for me through the whole. The projector movie. falls down and it's shining, and then the he's about to jump out. Yeah, but I saw it coming. So so yeah, Matt touched me right at the jump scare, but it it didn't really get me because I was. I mean, it was loud, but yeah. I, Other than the jacket I just thing, knew did ever have any other like, gonna physical come reactions to he the just, movie? He or? does this kind of stuff. I definitely jumped he, a couple. He, yeah, yeah. There's like two, two parts that made so. me jump. Uh, the the biggest jump scare. I guess we'll just go through this, like how scared we were. What the jump scares that actually got us first? Uh, the jump scare that I remember for sure getting me was the bathroom scene uh, when uh, uh, Bev she hits, hits her, her dad. dad and then she Turns she walks oh, away yeah, yeah. and she turns into his hand 
on her neck. Because yeah. I was expecting, I was watching the mirror behind her, waiting for him to come through that. Right. But oh, really? it, it tricked me. I and so I was that, watching but... that. And so when she went sideways and he's there, it, it caught me gotcha. off guard. Yeah. I, I did not expect him to be there. Yeah, I mean, I thought me maybe he would show up soon, but not like that. Mm-hmm. So that one, that jump scare got me the most. But the scariest thing in the movie was him coming out of the projector for me. Yeah. Because mm. he's freaking huge. And I was like, oh, shit, what? Yeah, yeah that was like, whoa, this is next level yeah, stuff. It, it, was, it was like oh. creepy, Giant, creepy. And, but I liked it because I, I don't know, the big monster feel. Yeah. like it, Kind of the same excitement for a kaiju movie, like watching that big monster come out. And it was know. very much like, like I thought of it as uh, they took basically – in the 1990 version, the book scene uh-huh. where they see him which opening the history book, they see him dancing in the street and then the hand reaches out. Yeah. It was almost like that. Like that's exactly what I thought they were be, re- you know? replacing it. Which, uh-huh. In that, my yeah. opinion, that was the scariest scene in that movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was. Um, that was, yeah. One where of they're watching the book and he starts moving and then he's telling him, I'm going to kill you. Uh-huh. I'm going to kill y'all. Yeah. Where if they would have done something almost similar to that, come true. Yeah. If, if they would have done almost similar, something similar to that, it would have been like, okay, like we've seen well, moving we've pictures seen in Harry Potter. So, you know, like mm-hmm. this isn't that scary. You know, it's not that like, yeah. Ugh. and so, so I thought it was great. And, the, you know, they stepped it up with, you know, making a projector instead of a book that it kind of yep. mo- move the technology Especially with forward. The time. Yeah. What did you guys think of that, that it was placed in the 80s? Other than the well, fact we'll, that it makes sense with our timeline we'll now. We'll get there. Okay. Tell us okay. about what scared you. What scared did anything me? anything make you jump? Um, I'd say that, yeah, the projector scene. Um, I was definitely shocked at the uh, Georgie scene in the, in the opening. Um, that he you literally see him get his arm bitten off. And you I see was him wondering in full if they view. would show that. I was expecting like... We all you had a conversation him. at the end of the last podcast. Yeah, we did. Yeah. And I listened back through it and I was like, fucking like, oh man. Uh, <laughs> I was expecting to see him like maybe laying, just laying dead in the street without an arm. And then, but to see him like crawling, crawling on away, the road and like he doesn't have an arm and it's yeah, <laughs> gushing. I was like, oh, oh. And so, um, yeah, it so was, that you're a definitely. It We're was, not parents. Yeah. So yeah. It's not, not, have the parent thing. Yeah. It wasn't that bad for me because I, like I've said, I hate gory stuff, but. Like I thought it was like tastefully gory because it wasn't like yeah it was just like right in your face and yeah blood right. everywhere it's but pretty... like you could tell what had happened yeah and it was definitely wow this earned its R rating but um Jeez, but I don't think yeah. they were like let's make this the goriest it's definitely movie the ever. R most yeah. of the R rating came from the language if anything sure. yeah which uh, I like because the yeah it was violent but the gore was uh, um, yeah I'm trying to remember any other like truly scary scenes. Uh, the other um, scary scene, in particular, I, I think, I think the lot. other part I remember for sure jumping at because I thought it was a pretty creepy scene was uh, Ben's first interaction with him. Which was uh, oh, in oh, the, oh, the I kid with the like headless the kid. kid. I thought it was a really. It made me think of like a kind of a Raimi horror, yeah, with like Evil Dead. Like because at first he's cr- climbing down, I'm like, what is that? Who is that? And then I, I see a headless. I didn't realize till the next day or so. Oh, that was the kid head yeah. that was uh-huh. in the tree okay the i was book. gonna yes. ask if you guys got that because yeah. that's, I didn't that's get a it pretty first. big event in the book i was so. just like i oh. oh there's a headless guy and then he starts chasing him but then he says egg kid egg <laughs> and then boy it, egg yeah. boy egg yeah boy. and then yeah. it shoots back to him chasing him and that Ooh, got him that, made that was jump. <laughs> i think probably yeah like that it happens the a lot in the rest of the movie where they just have those scenes that are like so intense um but I remember specifically that one because I think that was one of the first ones that had that like 
rush speed like you're like and i remember like when it was over like i wasn't like grabbing the arms of my chair but i like i i realized like i've been i slowly like pushed down and then i just like oh i can i can relax now like i can release this pressure on my armchair you know i was just like pushing down like i tighten up and so so i remember that one was a that was definitely a good one yeah here the thing about him uh scarsgard versus curry uh, watch looking at their pictures alone i think i thought curry looked scarier i disagree because scarlet just looks he just looks like he looks angry unsettling he looks me. very jokerish to me like he just yeah he just has this like evil grin like i i don't know i feel he, like he's more unsettling he's more unsettling because um, tim curry just looks like a regular clown to me and i, I think guess that's what i like that's, that's, that's what he's meant to look like in the i think book the picture is yeah. what yeah. i'm seeing him as is with he has the razor sharp teeth and then the scars all the pictures are him just yeah. Like giving an evil smile, right? I like Scarsgard more because he can he can go between being super unsettling and then like the blue eyed version. It's unsettling, but it kind of inviting. Yeah, well, mm. but that's the point of him. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, what I was gonna say is, in the movie, one of the creepiest actually parts about him to me was when he would run at them and yeah. his like body would like vibrate, <laughs> and I was like creeped out in the movie. But then like. The next couple of days, we <laughs> watch a trailer, and I watched him do it, and it just looked comical to me when yeah. he's like, he's. It looks like he's like a cartoon character running yeah. in place because yeah. his arms are going back and forth rapidly. It just I like, think it's, it's like on Pokemon kind of when they're running way. at it's each other. It's supposed to be a little bit of both. It's meant to be like, holy fuck, what's going on? Like, it looks yeah. like a tornado <laughs> coming <laughs> at you. So I saw this. Uh, it was meant to be a midnight showing, but it ended up being like a ten o'clock showing. Um, Thursday night and. There's plenty of people in the theater. People brought their kids. What brought idiots? Their, brought their fucking kids. It were probably like <laughs> six and seven. It's like, did you swing by to pick up the fucking therapist along the way so he can just <laughs> witness this thing? They're like, this movie scarred us. me as a kid, so now I want you to have that same experience and see it way too young. Uh, so. That's they're why most horrible people, people. Won't go see that movie is because they're scarred as children. Yeah. a couple kids. Uh, a couple it's kids cried, and like there was a family that left the theater. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, exactly. Was... What whatever told you this would be a good idea? I thought idea. this was a Ronald McDonald movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, like if you're gonna, sh- if you if you think your kid could handle it, at least watch it first on your own, and then make your own assumption or I'll your own probably assessment. Probably take Brianna to see this. Um, that's not that bad though. She She's loves like scary 14, movies. 15? She's thirteen. 13. People. She will be fourteen. Yeah. People screamed. People yelled at the screen. People cheered. People like laughed. Like it was perfect. Like cried. Like, I don't know if any people well, cried. The left the theater, cried. but yeah, <laughs> um, it was probably the best experience I've had yeah. in a the theater. Yeah, you told us that before we saw it, and Kindle was like, "Oh, I would hate that," or something like that, or they said something about up. like, yeah, they, need "They need to shut, shut up, up in our theater." Silent. And it was <laughs> it nobody was like it was silent in our theater. I don't think I heard a scream. I I didn't hear a scream. Somebody after there he was some uh, laughs after yeah. he oh, popped yeah, out laughs. after he popped out with uh well. Okay, so the one, the one thing that kind of that got me a little bit was uh, the tension. Okay, first the ten- most tension heavy scene was Georgie. The whole time I'm just like, you Did just you know mean- what's happening and yeah. what's going to happen, yeah. and it's just like, oh man. And they made Georgie like very likable. Yes, very very cute. Because I feel like the other one. And- not as, as likable. You, you already know what's like going to happen. He was too, like, one, almost like a stupid little kid. Like, yeah, this one, you're <laughs> like, go oh, sweet little Georgie Dimple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was the most tension-heavy scene for me. What kind of got me, though, the whole time we went into this movie, I was like, I want to be scared. I just want to be scared. I want something to get me. Like, 
um, Richie is in the room with the clowns. And he closes the coffin, and I was expecting it to be there. Yeah, behind yeah. the door. And then he uh, pops really. up, oh. and that that one kind of got me. Like I was like, so I was like, okay, like yeah, like me. Um, uh, but that didn't all of those me at scenes, all. I was like, it was so close, so close that I was like, there's no way he's getting out of this. Yeah. Is there anything no. in the books that's like related to that scene of the the house? I just, yes. I just in my oh, head yeah, that house like the house is a big house, thing in the book. That was okay. left out of the other one. Yeah, because but it of is budget. the book. That's why I just that was in that whole just setting for me was just intense because it was so unknown that I yes. I literally had no mm. idea like what okay. is going to happen and the fact that only three of them went in and everything like was it yeah it was three yeah oh. only three of them went in I just yeah, like right. it was so unexpected for me because at first I thought are they replacing the sewer battle like no. the the climax of the movie with this in this house like this is no. kind of dumb yeah that's what it felt like and I was then, like, but then only three of them short. came in I was like no then that can't be it so it was yeah. just so unknown for me and that's I like that that same it is whenever a a lot. whenever okay. he popped out. At Richie, there was somebody in our Warren Theater that would said no, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no, uh-uh, boy. <laughs> like, that like I was like no. that's hilarious. And I was, uh, you know, I don't know if you guys saw. There's like a meme going around that was like I think people had like gone to see this movie and people dressed up as clowns and so it was like a picture of. It was like you walk into a theater and you see this, and it was like a clown with a balloon sitting in your in the like the middle of the theater, and it was like supposed to be scary. And so like when I walked into the theater, like I went through the doors and I was like, "Crap! If there's a clown in here, I'm gonna freak out." Like I'm not even scared of clowns, and I'm just like, "Don't nobody I better have done it. that." Yeah. <laughs> um, but then when I went and saw it, I would have asked know, for a balloon. This is a good movie, movie watching experience for me. It was at the Alamo Draft coat? House, which was oh yeah, always those money. are always. Yeah. Um, but the only and they're they're very big on like don't use your phone in the theater and stuff like that, which I love. Oh, yeah, they threw But this out. lady, like she must, I don't know if she didn't know that or something like that, but it just oh it infuriated me because during the scene where Georgie is like you know he's like chasing the boat and stuff like that this lady walks in the theater with her phone's flashlight on looking for her seat and i'm like i'm like you shut that off right now like you are right now bitch i will punch you in your face lady and so i was ticked Did and she, get, get, she eventually like the worker like immediately came over to him and was like hey there's your seat you know like you like yeah, put that off yeah so he was very you know that's why i love those guys cuz yeah. they're very respectful of movie watchers but, circles like that but um nobody used their phone that i know of but i just that made me like Get out of here, lady. I was How very mad. You? But other than that, it was really good. You know, I heard some people laugh, some people um, not really scream or anything like that, but you know, it was, I liked it. Of course, I went and saw it at noon on a Thursday, so there wasn't a ton of people there. Going up. Yeah, but yeah, it was great. Before we get into too much, we were talking about how the novel is so long. There's a lot to adapt there. Yeah. Yeah. India tried to. In 1998, there Ooh. was a, a TV series of it, and it's called, it's called, I think you pronounce it O. And it's W-O-H. It ran for 52 episodes. It encompassed the entire book. Really? By the end of it, you can watch it on YouTube, but there's no subtitles. Um, oh, by the end so of it, you you've, get the met, scary you've stuff, met but. Pennywise's <laughs> mom. She's like the like, author? No, the clown. Like Pennywise, like the clown, has a clown mom, too. Oh. Yeah. And the book. kids become friends with Pennywise and try to teach it how to be a good person. I'm sorry. That's not in is the book. This, is, is this available anywhere for English speaking people? Not that I could find. Oh man. Yeah, like we can they Google do the entire. They do the entire book story. <laughs> I will dub it. They do the entire book story and they, like, he like kills their on? friends and shit like that, and then they're still like, "We're gonna help you become a good person." That's great. That's weird. Man, it's Why? very weird. Is that in the book where they no. meet his? Mo- okay, so 2008, WB renews their film rights deal with Stephen King for it. 
and a few of his other novels. It is the big one, and pre-production immediately starts. Nope, it's the big one. Nine years. Yeah. So, and uh, I'm going to butcher his name, but David, uh, I believe it's pronounced uh, Kajanich, (laughs) and I'm going to call him David K. from here on out. Uh, Here's of this, uh, and is brought on uh, to adapt the novel due to Warner's being impressed with his work on The Invasion, which was an adaptation of the invasion of the body snatchers with Daniel huh. Craig and uh, Nicole, Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Yeah. That was a weird it's the one. lowest rated of those. Mm. Of movies. all of them. Yeah. But apparently they were impressed. And at this time, uh, Dan Lynn, Roy Lee and Doug Davison come on board uh, as producers. And as of this moment, Warner's wants a 100 minute movie, single film adaptation and David K is told the screenplay could be no more than 120 pages. Like, they slap a lot of restrictions Dang. on this game. Golly. They wanted yeah. part one and part two How do you in even make minutes. that 100 minutes into what? one movie? They did not feel like it. this story was enough, was interesting enough to hold attention. <laughs> did they okay, read it? This could be like right? a four-movie series. Yeah, it yeah. could. I mean, originally it was going to be eight to ten hours with... You know, on ABC with George. You know Romero how great it would be if like HBO picked this up and did its own Ooh, series. A yeah. Series on it, that'd yeah. be great. I would watch the H out of that thing. The H. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> thanks for keeping it G-rated. Appreciate it. <laughs> David K. reread the novel multiple times to try and find a structure that worked and would accommodate both time periods and his restrictions. It was David K. who came up with the idea to move it to the 1980s so that the adult section could be set in modern day which Warner's liked, and they also allowed him to make uh, the screenplay R-rated. Okay, and that's what you told us last week. You you just, I didn't, I wanted to know, and you let me know. Uh, I was worried at first when you told me, uh-huh. because the second production, the, the produ- final production uh, was decided last year, right? Mm-hmm. Be- came, came together last year. I thought wow. it was, I was afraid it was based on, the success of Netflix's Stranger Things. Yeah. But like, I'm glad it was starting from the beginning at least. Yeah. And it wasn't uh, based on that. It feels like a lot of this movie feels like they, I mean, it was made concurrent, like before Stranger Things was, was a thing. Right. Well, but I mean, they feel very similar because Stranger yeah. Things is influenced so much by Stephen King and like yeah. Stand By Me, things like that. Right. And you, and you said in the other one, the 1990 version felt like a, Stand by me, like it had the dynamics of the kids had that feel and the town and everything like that. Yeah. And this one, it, I don't, I don't feel like it was copying off of Stranger Things. I, at least I, it no. didn't come across that way to me. But it definitely did have that like dynamic and that feel to it. You know mm-hmm. that if you like Stranger Things, you like this movie. I felt like. Yeah, kind of. I got you. I can see that. I felt that. Yeah. So, uh, at the end of 2009, David K turned in his screenplay and is told that the film is a priority for Warner's. Jump ahead to June of 2010, David. K is contacted by Warners to rewrite his screenplay based on several studio notes. And we all know studio notes never go- never usually mean anything yeah. good. Um, Warners wasn't happy with David K's portrayal of Pennywise, who was very meta and weird, but not scary. This was partly due to David K writing him as uh, someone like Buster Keaton uh, over the force of nature the studio was looking for. In June of 2012, Carrie Fukunaga comes on board uh, to direct and uh, Chase Palmer comes to co-write the script with Fukunaga. Seth Graham Smith is added to the list of producers as is David Case. So we have four producers on this. No, five producers on this film. That is a lot. Yeah. 
and I think we even actually get one more before we're before we're at the end of it here. Uh, May of 2014, the film has moved from Warner's to New Line Cinema, a subdivision of Warner's, and has made a top priority at New Line now. I don't know if you know about New Line, but they own the Friday the 13th series now, um, and that is also what they call the house that Freddy built because that studio exists because of A Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh. So they're they are firmly rooted in horror. Awesome. And they made uh, Home Alone's. Did they? Yeah. Okay. I think so. They made Turtles, too. Yeah. They make Turtles? Uh Uh-huh. It's amazing. (laughs) December of 2014, (laughs) Dan Lin announces that it will now be two films. Fukunaga is in talks to direct part two, but will for sure write it to help keep the tone of the first part. Uh. Lin has also said that this film was not going to be made without the blessing of Stephen King. Lin sent Stephen King the script, and King's response was quote go with god please this is the version the studio should make yeah and i yeah i checked out uh because i saw a tweet by stephen king that said because i I don't follow him someone else retweeted but it it was funny because it said you know if you're curious of what happens in part two of it just read the book and which i thought was funny um but then i so i went and checked out his page and he's like promoting the crap out of this movie and so i was like hey the fact that the writer of the book is promoting it like that that's Mm -hmm. awesome that looks good you know but then again he liked the tv version i didn't really care for him he did like yeah. the TV version, but you also have to understand where you're coming from and his books. Yeah. Like he's had a lot of, he's had some good treatments and he's had some terrible treatments. It's a very mixed bag with Stephen mm-hmm. King films. And he, and he's, he has his own opinion. Cause yes. as we know, yeah. he hates, uh, critics the loved the shining. Yeah. Right. Principal photography on Fukunaga's film is set to begin in summer of 2016. And in May, 2015, Will Poulter of the Maze Runner films was announced to have been officially cast as Pennywise after months of speculation. So let's talk a little bit about the movie before we go any further with this. Okay. Wait, okay. he was in what movie? He was in the Maze Runner films. Maze and Runner. I, and I don't know anything don't know else. That. The I've only thing I've him. seen him in was We're the Millers. Oh, uh, yeah, he was also in that. Yeah. Yeah. I, Which uh, is weird to think of him as Pennywise because that's the only thing I've seen him in. And he's like a... A nerdy little kid. He kind of looks like Tim Curry in a way. Like, I see a little bit of Tim Curry in him. Hmm. Huh. Um, Don't see that, but I think he would have been He would have been okay. Yeah. I'd like to see, like, his test videos if, he, if they're available. Yeah. Well, let me <laughs> let me go a little further here. All right. All right. So, uh, ouch, ouch. All was not meant to be. Weeks after announcing Will Poulter as Pennywise, New Line slashes the budget in half. Fukunaga leaves the project because he wasn't willing to compromise his vision. It wasn't just the money either. Uh, New Line wanted to dial back aspects of the kids and Pennywise. In June June 2015, Stephen King tweets, The remake of It may be dead or undead, but we'll always have Tim Curry. He is still floating down there in the sewers of Derry. For two months, we have silence. Then rumblings that New Line were scrambling to still make it happen and hit their 2017 release date. Uh start appearing online then april of 2016 will poulter leaves over scheduling co- like he was conflicted about fukunaga uh, leaving oh, yeah, yeah. but also scheduling yeah, conflicts yeah, okay uh but he, g- he tells the uh i believe this is variety tells variety that the film is for sure 100 percent still happening and it did 
And yeah. it did. And later that day, uh, New Line makes the announcement that a release date of September 8th, 2017 with Andy Muschietti was officially happening. And uh, Gary Doberman is rewriting the script. So let's talk a little bit about the movie. So they got hit Stephen King's approval before... Uh, with the original, with the Fukunaga script, and then, then whenever it was different. whenever it was rewritten, New Line needed this thing to get made, so they didn't necess- they didn't want to go through the whole "we want your approval" thing. Like we're going to do the best we can. Wow. So yeah. this it probably isn't at all what he thought it was going to be. We'll talk about that. Okay. So the film opens up. It's October 1988, and uh, which the opening credits reminded me of a TV movie. They didn't feel like a movie credit. Because it was... Kind of like how it just kind of faded in and like you're looking like at the town and the place. Kind of artsy. Yeah, it yeah. just felt I like a tea, kind of a T... And the, like, the text like wasn't that. special. I don't remember. There wasn't any kind of crazy music. It just... Mm-hmm. I liked that, though. It I was, did, too. It was... It felt like almost There was a, a creepy thing when it did the Warner Brothers logo. Yeah, when it did the Warner and Brothers then it, logo. Then it started, and I, I preferred that. Because I was like, I don't want this to go in. And they're like, okay, it's going to be creepy, so here's the creepy music. Yeah. It was rainy... It was rainy. And That's all I remember. Rainy. The only thing I, yeah. I can only re- get my mind to where it's going into the house and you hear Seeing his mom the, playing the, piano. the creepy song that their mom decides to play. Yeah. It's yeah. not creepy. It's just sad. It's, it's, yeah. no, it's, it's, it's overly sad. I was thinking this is the 80s. By now we know how music makes us feel certain ways. Yeah. yeah but her this mom, is like, the mom's a eerie song. Yeah. yeah. The mom's practicing pianist, it. So she's just practicing, practicing she playing for a rainy day. She was. So I was like, why didn't they just play that? But I mean, I guess they were trying to set a darker yeah. tone. It's, it's, it's definitely so. it's the score, but and it sounds cool. But and it yeah. starts with him folding the paper, making the bow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I nice. love the shots. That was the SS that was Georgie. Nice. Yeah, it was. It was all. It was kind of like, like I said, like that to me. Showing the the boat being made and everything was just like, it's pretty started the tension. Like yeah, fuck. Like here it comes. Yeah, because we, we're like that's we're already a, there. That's a funny thing. This movie or this story is so well known. It's. I, I was wondering how were they thinking as they were writing this scene? Like everybody knows what's going to happen, right? <laughs> yeah. Or at least most people that are seeing this do. Yeah, and so yeah, they almost I have the to, exact same way. I'm starting like, oh with god, not straight it's up so foreshadowing. Close. Yeah, it's not yeah. straight up foreshadowing. Like you know something bad's going to happen, but yeah, it's like it, since it is such a well known story I mean, that the yeah, they're, of the they're doing all those elements yeah. right off the bat it's before the they opening, even introduce the well, characters. It's the opening of all of them. It has the, it's the, basically once we go back to fifty five, it's the opening of the miniseries and it's mm-hmm. like it's right. so close yeah it is it's re- it's incredibly close to the book too because like pennywise is down there talking about uh how the the storm circus blew him and, and the circus, the circus away yeah mm-hmm. like all that is almost word for word in the yeah. book hmm. it's really cool um yeah i noticed that only thing pop, 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 much different than like the miniseries mm-hmm. was where he goes down uh stairs he's down there a lot longer a lot and longer. he has like He's scared of the light bulbs. The light bulb. Yeah, thinks mm-hmm. it's and, a creature. Uh, yeah, that, which they're, that was creepy. The statues. They're, they're kind of offset, too. Like Pennywise's yeah, eyes. Yeah, like his uh-huh. eyes are crooked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I notice. Yeah, yeah, so it's a nice little foreshadowing there. Um, if you pay attention to Bill's room, it gives you a little hint of what's to come in Bill's future. Because in his future, he's a horror writer, and he's mm. got posters on his uh, all over his bedroom, and he's got Beetlejuice, Gremlins Two, and oh, Close Encounters of the Third that's Kind. That's so cool. Yeah, I the only one I noticed. You watched it three times. Was yeah. Gremlins, <laughs> and I was like, 
the it was actually today i was i was thinking about it because i i was wearing a gremlin shirt that night when we went to see the movie uh, and i yeah, opened you my drawer today and i saw it and i was like man why didn't they like tie that into the movie like they have <laughs> he turns into a gremlin <laughs> right <laughs> So He's yeah, not scared of it. So we meet. Yeah, I guess Bill's not scared of anything. We meet Pennywise. What do we think of Pennywise? What do we? I... What do you think of the voice? How does he? Here's the thing. I, I, I the wanted voice. to bring up the voice like because Pennywise. I liked it when watching the movie, and then like a couple of days later, I'm like thinking back, and I'm like going through the stuff, and I was thinking about his voice, and I'm like, how did it go? And I start playing it in my head, and I'm getting it down, and I realized it's like cartoony almost like almost scooby-doo yeah mm -hmm. yeah like his voice he fluctuates his voice a lot yeah that's yeah. exactly what i thought is scooby-doo yeah. and <laughs> i like it a lot I, my, sets... the one that's still what don't you want your boat don't you want your boat <laughs> i don't know why just the way he si he like almost sing like the he's meant to be just the, the cadence of his voice is so i love it uh, scars guard uh one of his lines from an article i saw was he there was no way he could do tim curry like, right he 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 was very uh, humble about it, saying like he can never be so he didn't as good try as to go Tim for Curry, that. yeah. And so, but he uh, can be his own Pennywise. Yeah, he it, be, it became very much his own thing, and I liked it a lot. I yeah. did too. He turned to the novel a lot. To he watched the miniseries and saw what Penny what Tim Curry did, and then made a like an effort to do everything he didn't do and to mm -hmm. go back to the novel. That was great. Yeah, I think I loved it. I did too. Yeah, I love the I voice. I was really paid, paying attention in that part, and I, f I feel like you heard not like his voice, but then they like added kind of like a like a low octave to they his didn't. voice, you know. And so they, you said they did, or they, they did didn't? not. Didn't? Oh wow! Then that's creepy. it's all his. That's own impressive. Voice. Then yeah, because yeah. I was thinking it sounds like he's like so light and playful, and I think I'd seen like like the first four seconds of a trailer, and you hear his voice, and it was like very high, and I was like, that's. Like that sounds so stupid. Like that's not scary at all. But then watching in the movie, yeah, it has that like that lower feel to it at the same yeah. time. And so, so I was like, ooh, this is yeah, this is real creepy. But at the same time, it's not really supposed to be that creepy. He's supposed to be inviting. He's supposed to be inviting. Yeah. That's why I was thinking. Yeah, it's 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 a nice playful voice. But then you know that there's something yeah, like there's something uh, like off, an undertone to it that's so, so like nice ooh, this isn't he's right. Smiling at me and his eyes yeah. are a pretty blue. I was gonna say the one of the beautiful things they do in this film is. When he shows up first time, it's yellow, yellow. eyes, and then yeah. you see them morph they to turn blue because he's trying to be like, I'm inviting and I'm nice and yeah. come, come here. And then when he attacks, they morph back to yellow. Mm -hmm. And that happens all throughout the film. And that's whenever you know, whenever like when he's just trying to fuck with them, his eyes are blue. But whenever he's actually trying to attack, they're he's yellow. Like, come here. Mm -hmm. The only complaint I had right in this scene was it seemed like the budget might have been a little low or maybe it's just because we're not there yet but the cgi got me when he opened his mouth i was like, oh, like turned into a shark that's mouth. not as good yeah. as i yeah. would hope it would be which i'm once again cgi is really good with backgrounds and all that but which is not quite there with people moving or, characters yeah so um yeah especially I, when I everything mean, else it, is so real obviously looking. it's the best they could do I'm and sure they did so much in this. I only on noticed it. it when you see the deadlights. It was just yeah. I didn't see, mind the I deadlights. Did, I didn't even I didn't even notice that. Uh, I'll like tell the you. teeth around the deadlights is what oh, I noticed. Oh okay, yeah. Not they the did so much where they obviously. didn't. Most movies try to hide CGI like in moving characters with dark or with shadows or rain and stuff like that. And this movie, there's a lot of stuff where you're like you're just straightforward looking at a character, you mm -hmm. know. So, um, so even though yeah, there is some stuff that like it takes you out of it, then. Um, yeah, like they, the, they didn't try to hide it in dark shadows. The leopard didn't look super bad, but I was just thinking this oh, kind of yeah, makes leopard. me feel like I'm watching a 
one of Davy Jones's characters in the Pirates movie. Yeah. Yes. I didn't think it looked like a leopard. A leopard? leopard. Yeah, a leopard. It did not look like leopard. a leopard. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk about him. Uh, I have some interesting... I have a few interesting things on him. Um, leopard. Leopard. I. You know what? I'll tell you what. Whenever I read it the first time, I thought it said leaper. Oh, that's funny. And I was like, like he's just a jumping around? man? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Awesome. Like a like eleven lords a leaping? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let me take you back to June 2016. Casting news of the Losers Club starts coming in online, but no word on Pennywise. Javier Botet, who played the alien, and the physical alien in Alien Covenant, has also been in like the Conjuring films, and anything you see a really weird, moving, skinny man is probably this guy. Um, he's kind of like another Doug Jones, and everybody wasn't sure. They thought maybe he would be Pennywise because his role was undisclosed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then suddenly, the I, painting lady. I don't know. Oh, I'm not sure who played Judith. Her name is Judith. No, it ain't. Yeah, she lied. That's who what she's that credited. I think it's a female that plays her. If I remember right. At any rate, um, so out of the blue, New Line suddenly announces Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise, uh, an inspired bit of casting that left the internet buzzing to say the least. And when interviewed about the film in general, Dan Dan Lin stated that it was going to be an homage to 80s movies, comparing it to Stranger Things. He said that that series is very much a homage homage to the 80s films and that the strength of the the bond between the kids is what matters. Not only in Stranger Things, but in Stand By Me, The Goonies, or Monster Squad. The bond is central as these kids take on an ultimate evil. In our case, it's Pennywise. Because otherwise we wouldn't care. We would not give a shit at all. He noted that the bond and chemistry among the kids was evident from day one, and he felt that they had something truly special on their hands. So, we go a little bit further into the film. We jump forward, actually, to June 1989. And... Uh, actually, wait, before we go there, the old woman, right off the bat, it gives you the hand, there's something not right in the town, because this mm-hmm. old woman looks at all this blood, this massive blood, and doesn't do anything. To turn, and she instead turns around. She saw a kid pl- there playing a second ago, and then suddenly blood, mm-hmm. telling you there's something wrong with this town. Yeah, and that's the first thing we noticed that's been added from the book. That yes. was kind of like missing Someone from the miniseries. It. it was a little bit there. Yeah. But. So... We jump ahead, and uh, the first kid we meet is actually Mike, and that was mm-hmm. unexpected. The first scene is the, the, uh, the sheep. The sheep. Ugh. Not butcher. Uh, I don't like meat. that. Yeah, no. The Did sheep. it show it? I closed yeah. my eyes. Oh, no. It showed it. Yeah. I was like, I, didn't, I, was like, I don't want to see that. <laughs> yeah, it hurt. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it was completely unexpected that we would meet Mike first. And mm-hmm. Was um, that in the books at all about him being like working on a lamb mm-hmm. or a sheep? He works thing. on a farm, but that it it, nothing not, like not that. that nothing like that. Yeah. I just, uh, yeah, I just wasn't sure. Elements like that, I wasn't sure what it added to the story. It adds like, a character development kid. for Mike because you think it did from him in the beginning not being able to do that to him at the end. Yeah, like, I did think that was a step, like but a I just numb. I didn't get what the I mean, yeah he was. Yeah, numb to violence yeah. and things like that because of what he'd seen. Okay. Yeah, that so makes sense. It's it's I was trying to figure like, out how it it's like ha- an impact thing. Yeah. Okay. I was trying to Plus figure out what it added to his arc by the end, but I couldn't really figure it out. So, but I guess that that's good. Yeah. And so uh, we go from Mike. I like the scene with Mike. It's it's very. It gives you an idea of what kind of person Mike is. He's not a violent person. Mm-hmm. He has a heart. There's a good kid in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and he doesn't want to be like his dad, which to me sounds like maybe he didn't get along with his dad. 
I don't know. Maybe there was some tension there. I didn't like that. Uh, so jump to school, and we meet Eddie, Stan, Richie, Bev, and eventually Ben. And Poor Ben. Love these kids. Me like too. little Eddie. Absolutely. Oh man, that is my that is my favorite character. He's is awesome. Eddie. Really? I think he's my favorite. Yeah. I it's just weird for me as... to go from what I've been listening to to that because really? it's way more talkative. Yeah, yeah he's definitely way. the loud mouth, you know. I was, I no, was not Richie. Of, not Richie. Who did you, oh, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. Sorry, sorry. Eddie um, is constantly panicking. <gasps> he's yeah. like, like that is me. He's a germaphobe. <laughs> yeah. I was that kid with asthma. How's he playing like, the book? Yeah, that's different. He's, he just doesn't talk that much. He's, he's, he's just the, kind of the, the small, kind of the run to the litter kind of kid. <laughs> okay. He's, he's a, he's a, yeah, kind of a, what is the word I'm looking for? He's more, he's reserved. Yeah. And sure. he's shy. Okay. But he's, he's always. But all of those hypochondriac yeah. things. Yeah. He's so, very stressed right. out. Yeah. But, but in this, like, he very much like verbally goes against like Richie when he makes fun of him and. That's pretty Or normal. verbally says yeah. like. Yeah, that's oh, what I love. You know. He is, his comebacks are always great. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he uh, verbally says like, "I don't want to do this." Yeah, panicky, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, uh, which, different. Yeah, after me, it's just m- it's more fun. severe than after meeting them. each one of them. I thought Ben was gonna be my favorite. Really, like, I, I, Ben is probably my kid. favorite. He was he's really? my favorite for the first while, but then after by the end of the movie, I think Eddie was my favorite. Yeah, Eddie is my favorite. Uh, I liked Bill. Bill was great. I mean, we we kind of see their dynamic. Bill's obviously obviously the leader. I feel like. He, I feel like here it could be more obvious. I feel like it, yeah, and but like here I remember, I, they didn't have the big Bill aspect to me. No, and, and I wanted that. It almost felt like like Bill, uh, Bill and Richie were the leaders here. Like yeah, those they, guys are in charge. Combat, mm-hmm. yeah. Which I'm sure that um, I don't I I don't know this for sure, but maybe part of the reason that Finn Wolfhard was cast is because of uh, and was cast because of Stranger Things, but maybe um, maybe the role was expanded a little bit more because mm-hmm. he was actually somebody that audiences would more recognize than any of the other children. Mm-hmm. And a kid that could perform probably yeah. better than yeah. most kid actors. Yeah. Um, stands there kind of quietly shuffling along in the background. That's Once again, Stan just anyways. like the miniseries. Just, like, <laughs> just uh, like the miniseries, but I mean, we get more of his personality. We get so yeah. much more of his personality. I but feel that's like also, that's I, that's also kind of like ha- That's kind of his character. He's yeah. just he's, kind of there. He's very detached. Like, he hangs out with these guys, but it almost feels more like he's just there by happenstance than an actual choice. Kind of by being, re- right. being an outsider. He's yeah. the Seth of the group. I really don't understand <laughs> his purpose. I <laughs> <laughs> hope you're listening. Um, but, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like Stan was almost written out of the show or in the miniseries. You know? Yeah, he comes out of the bushes halfway through the miniseries and then he gets a scene with it in part two. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't think I even remembered his name like until we talked about it, I was like, "Oh, that's that kid's name." Because like you know, I knew nothing about him. That he almost like it was like we can only have some, we can only focus on so many characters. So we kind of like he gets the you know he draws the short stick. Right. Um, but then in this one, I feel like Mike was that character. That even though they give him the stuff with the sheep and Mike stuff like that, is that, he comes too. in way late in the movie. He, he I don't know, he didn't. He plays connect more of a central role whenever he's an adult. Yeah. So so yeah yeah, and that's what's weird is that yeah he's so central to the group reuniting later that you know he he almost got like you know almost almost written out of this movie you know so so that was just a, yeah it's kind of interesting to see because we get hit, he's the first kid we meet after the brothers and then yeah he, he's like it feels like he's missing a lot uh-huh i mean he does join the group later but still right right it's weird so uh and then we get bev and we see how between her and henry bowers coming up in a minute like children are just bastards like 
Man, Some of them can be like, we just want to remind you you're trash and poor fucking trash all over you. Like, wet oh garbage my God. too. Not I just... think I would, if I was Bev, I would have just went murderous and been like, I'm going to uh, just kill you now. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. shoot up this school. <laughs> like, yeah. That's, well, the, I mean, that's the kind of stuff that Might leads happen. to it. Yeah. yeah. How great was Bev, though? Like, what? Well, I don't know what you guys thought. The actress. The what is she just, supposed just, to be older than them? Slightly. It felt like that. Because she's supposed to be the same age, I thought. Yeah. I like it felt like she was slightly older, but, but I don't I know. know. It could also be that to be weird kind of that, age. That age where girls so, go through puberty before guys, so she's taller and st- even though they're the same age. Well, I, mean, I don't even in know book that. Version, it's she's just, supposed to be tall for her age anyway. Yeah, I was gonna so. say I think it's just she's oh, tall she and just if you notice, like Ben has a really to me, Ben looks like the youngest. That's what yeah. I was thinking. And Bev looks like the oldest, uh-huh. but like it's also you look at everybody else and it's kinda like a wave like there's a wave. Like you can't you can't quite decipher what? If these all are in the same age, if there's one one above, one below, that might just be a casting issue. Are they supposed issue? to be eleven? Okay. Yeah, yeah. they were all supposed. Ever thought? Oh. Well, since it's a different time, maybe they're supposed to be older. No, they're all supposed to be eleven. That's Quite why not. they make the comment. Well, I'll be they're between like eleven, twelve, somewhere right in there. That's okay. why they make we'll the comment. Twenty-seven the years old, forty. Huh? They're all the same grade. I believe so. That's what I thought. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't ever confirm that exactly. Yeah. In the movie. I just um, well, I was wondering because Ben like, says in twenty-seven years I'll be forty. Yeah, he doesn't say we'll be forty. I don't. But I at mean, least I don't think they all will be. Yeah. So, so yeah, I don't think. So it's, then they're thirteen. Yeah. Even though uh, you're a book I reader, guess it's not, it, it's not technically like they have to be important unless age. you're just gonna be like a yeah snob. a book snob. Yeah, I am. We see. I, I am. I think okay. it's kind of cool that she's the oldest. Yeah, and we see like she kind of came across as like the group. I don't know, babe, it, you know. It changes the dynamics to me. I liked her. I felt like she. Was I liked her. Yeah. I just. Um, I definitely got more of the feeling. We, I guess, we spoiled it in the other podcast about uh, Bev getting like gang banged by the group at the end of part one. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna ask sewers. you, Matt, how sad were you that they left that out? <laughs> I was oh, really Kendall, wondering. How sad were you? There was a small part. Really wondering if they were gonna. Put say, you should ask Kendall, not me. There's a small part of me wondering. I, I want this to happen just to like hear people freak out about it. You know. No. Um, I honestly just want to know. No, we are going to call. I'll, can I get your phone number? I need to call the FBI. <laughs> no, that's why I was like, I don't want to see this happen on screen, but I want it to be like implied. Did um, you say you were adopting a child? Can I have that case number? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, no, yeah, I want it to be like you know alluded it's to or something so like that, so people would be like, kind of what? need to like what just almost happened? witness something that they did sure. it in your face. Yeah, like, I mean, they did, I don't it know. really happened. We'll get to a few scenes where I feel like they kind of did a good job at, at what that scene was meant to achieve. Mm-hmm. Kind anyway, of. Anyway, but I say all that because I feel like the 1990 Bev, I was like, that girl, like that sweet little girl, like that, she did that. Like, I don't, I'm not buying that. But then this one, she's kind of the, ooh, you just got attacked by your cat. <laughs> she just jumped up into <laughs> my, on my leg, not even in my lap. Yeah. Um. But uh, but yeah, this Bev like she's kind of the you know edgier girl. So like it, she know, is. It was yeah. if they if that were to happen, it would you know been more not like super out of place. Hmm. <laughs> um, speaking of sexual, whenever they're walking through the hallway and Patrick like looks at him and like licks his lips, like yeah. I was like, oh fuck, like what are you? <laughs> what the hell are like? Patrick, well, Ho- Patrick Hoxter in the book was something, but like I did, wasn't sure that was Patrick. But whenever he licked his lips and everything, it was like that's oh, Patrick. That's fucking Patrick, and oh, that's just gave me I don't know the why. fucking heebie-jeebies. I was like, no, no, no. 
Yeah, that very first scene when you see the the bullies, I thought that was Henry Bowers. I did Just too. For I some reason, too. I was very confused. For some reason, my attention gravitated towards him. because no. yeah. he's the tallest. I didn't realize in the he's next got the long hair. Yeah, exactly. So I didn't realize that he kind of looks yeah, like he's a, the best looking. So I expect yeah. him to be the lead. He kind of looks like Adam Driver, <laughs> like thinking. a younger version of him. I he thought. does look like. But uh, I was like Kylo Ren. What? Honestly, they could have um, reversed their characters. Yeah. And it would have worked out probably better because Patrick's just so creepy. Yeah, he's so, so creepy. The kid so, who plays Henry Bowers yeah. looks so like a creep. So I didn't realize that until the next yeah, scene. You, like, it, oh, that's Henry. If Whoops. you have a mullet, you're a creep. So. <laughs> yeah, that's that right. is a fact. We see him outside of the school, and uh, they see the Betty uh, Ripson, uh, Betty Ripson's mom, and we we get the Sad. first the first hint that Bill has truly not given up on Georgie because Georgie's not dead. He's missing. Yes. A new subplot yes. that yeah. was yeah. not in the book, which makes what? sense because of the dam. So book snob. Yeah. <laughs> Were you okay with this. this new subplot? I did because it made like the dam in the book is just kind of something they're doing. Yeah. This is, gives them a purpose. Like they have a goal. They, they're purposely meeting down there to make a dam because they're trying to flush out Georgie out of the True. sewers. It just makes me wonder though. Like, what are you hoping to find? Like, is he? Would he just get closure if he found George? He's a body? kid. I think he, so. Yeah. I was gonna say he's yeah, a kid. He's a kid, so he, he, he just wants to find. Yeah, he's just hanging out in the sewers down Plus, there. Plus, you know, I mean, it makes sense with his like character dynamic that he wants to find Georgie, so his parents will be like, "You found him." And that's the thing mm-hmm. with yep. the scene later with his dad. With him. And the the miniseries, like, it just seems like his parents, like, they lost. They the lost. Fa- they lost the favorite. They yeah. did. But in this movie, yep. it doesn't really feel like that. It just seems like you They're gotta stop to this. It hurts us too much. Yeah. And yeah, you like hide this before your mom sees it. Yeah. And we meet. Uh, we obviously meet Bowers, who's. I, we could have got more Bowers. Well, I have some interesting news about that. But we uh, we see Bowers, and we, you know, he's picking on him. But we also get the. We didn't know it, but his dad watching over, mm-hmm. yeah, standing there. That was, it was interesting. Um, oh. Was that in the books? The I didn't realize he is that. not a cop. I didn't think so. Yeah. I see it now. That's Die. a different dynamic, also. Yes. Yeah. Um, his dad is not a cop. And uh, of course, Bowers goes off, and Bev and Ben mm-hmm. meet, and we get the new block, new kids on the block. <laughs> yes. Which he's like, <laughs> "There's nothing to gags. get." Like. <laughs> but he he falls in love. He like yes. right there. You just see in his eyes great. like the kid did such a good job. Yes, such a good job. Then that's why I thought he was gonna be my favorite. Yeah, right. And I like that. That it makes more sense that he would don't move go into girl. A new town. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Another yeah. yeah. kids song. on the block. Song. Don't, don't go girl. Yeah. So uh, so the next scene we get to is uh, the kids first our first encounter with Pennywise, or at least one of the living children, one of the Losers Club. And it's Mike delivering some meat. And there's actually, it's a deleted sequence here. And when Mike sees it uh, hanging, it's feasting on a kid initially. And Georgie's body is hanging behind him. That was the original first introduction from Mike to Pennywise. And this was, was it still supposed to be like, because he's kind of like, Distorted because he's behind the he's behind the curtain, like but this was actually shot like this was uh, huh. yeah this was, was actually that what shot. we're looking at in the movie is him feasting on Georgie it's no supposed like to be that, a that was lamb. that was deleted he's yeah he's eating a lamb or something okay or maybe I, I, I could see he was he eating was something eating. yeah or maybe there was a I just thought he was hanging yeah he's got well he's got something on like on the meat hook yeah. you hear the lamb though right yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah so I think it's supposed to like mess with him because he had to he was 
supposed to shoot Which, that. Why is Mike Which, afraid of hands? That was the well, people who were burning people in the building. Oh, because in the he house. was in okay. that fire. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you didn't. I did, yeah, we don't get that at first. You're just like okay. what? That makes because I thought it was related to he's feeling guilty about the sheep being killed, and so he's yeah. thinking of them as humans. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, but, I get it. Nope. If you read the book, you'd know what it is. Okay, I was wondering if so that was smug. a subplot in the book. It's a book thing. Let me jump back into present day. February 2017, the premiere of Lego Batman, it was announced that the film would have a hard, hard R rating. To truly embrace the spirit of the novel, Lynn also noted that the film would be wider in scope and present things not seen in the novel or miniseries. The added material is why the minis, uh, miniseries was shifted, f- or why the film, sorry, was shifted from the 1950s to the 80s. Gotcha. And that's one thing I really liked about this movie is, or the best way to describe it is, it is respectful of the book, mm-hmm. pays homage a to lot. the miniseries, and it becomes its own thing. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a little bit is of it, everything. Yeah, it's, it's really kind of good. like, we can't do this again where it's set in the 50s and then the second one's in the 80s, you know, where they kind of like, okay, we want to respect it, but we also have to make this for this this age, you know, for today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right. so, yeah, I th- yeah, I thought that was respectfully done. Filming took place in Bangor, Maine, which is the current home of Stephen King himself, hmm. and in Toronto, Canada from July 11th, 2016 to September 21st, 2016. The kids filmed for six weeks before any of them saw or met Bill Skarsgård. Oh, that's cool. Machete had stated not only uh, the cast, but yeah, not only to the cast, but to the interviewers that it would not take the form of Universal Monsters. That his take okay. was different. The idea was that so we would mummy. give kids what they would, what they're really f- afraid of, and what we all really grew up with, and that is childhood traumas. Mm. I thought that was cool because I was kind of afraid that. Like, they didn't do that before because of the budget in the 1990, I, I'm pretty sure. Like, that's what the reason I heard, that they didn't do Frankenstein and Dracula, you know, and yeah, we, Wolfman yeah, that, and all that's that stuff a big part of it, yeah. as much because of the budget. And then this one, they could, you know, because of, you know, technology, they can really do anything they wanted. So going into it, I was, I was kind of afraid, like, are they going to, like, is this going to be filled with, like, a bunch of classic monsters, like, you know, and be, like, almost a pop culture fest of you know, of that time? It almost got afraid that of way. It. Yeah. it almost got that way. Uh, New Line was putting pressure on him to put Freddy Krueger into the film as yeah, well. Yeah, so it would just, hmm. there would have been so many, like, other scary stuff within one movie to try to like let's just jam pack as many monsters as we can in this movie and that would have just like you know yeah been lame obviously freddy krueger didn't happen because he felt like it would take away from the childhood trauma aspect and Mm -hmm. what really made uh what made it scary and those two movies are similar like the early characters that they kind of yeah Yeah. go into your fears and stuff um so so the kids like they were they were always anxious because they never knew what day Pennywise would pop up on set, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, when he w- when he eventually did appear on set, he was kept far away from the kids. Uh, Bill also never let any of them see him outside of makeup. Yeah, filming eventually wrapped, and it was released on September eighth, twenty seventeen. We obviously know the overwhelming positive reviews, and it made one hundred twenty three million dollars domestic and one hundred eighty nine million dollars worldwide. Good job. That's crazy, and it's broken a lot of records. Pretty um, pretty fantastic. Mike sees it. He almost gets ran over by big bullies. Yeah, by the no bullies. racial slurs. No, yeah, that's the thing. So, like, I wrote, I wrote something down in here, and I don't know where it's at. But we, I was have... really wondering. I was like, are they going to put that? Because there's a lot in the book. What do you so... think of that? Yeah, was that a thumbs up or a thumbs down? I don't really know. Yeah, I, 
not that I revel in, you know, hearing no. racial slurs or anything, but I thought it would have, it definitely. It made the hate. Knowing that, yeah, it makes you like, gosh, Henry Bowers is a dick. He's like, a you just, freaking he's evil. He's a, he's, yeah, just yes. an evil boy, you know? And so, and hearing that, you know, other than just, you know, bullying kids and cutting, you know, his name into stuff and or his, uh, you know, initials into that was, people's kids. I, stomachs, I didn't know. think they'd show that. Yeah. Either. Yeah. And it like, yeah, straight up showed it wasn't just, you know, from Ben's back or anything. That was, yes, nope, that was interesting. They showed but him I, cutting his stomach. Even though, yeah, Carving it would have been so, it. like, over-the-line bad. Um, I kind of wish that they would have done that just to really make it clear that, you know, he's, he's, not, he's not just sucks. a bad guy. Yeah, he's a t- horrible person. Or, there, yeah, there's something outside there's a, of him that's There's a whole lot of it, and then mm-hmm. it, it kind of explains why he's so hateful towards him I will him say it was interesting to see that, because in the first one, he's just a bully. Mm-hmm. Or the miniseries, but in this, we actually get to see why he is the way he is because mm-hmm. his like, father stuff is you didn't see in the miniseries a terrible yeah. guy to him because his dad was abusive isn't that right yeah in he was crazy although we didn't get a lot of it i noticed i no. guess we just no. get that one scene is enough i suppose yeah that's the, i mean shooting around his feet, yeah. feet. <laughs> that was yeah. crazy which showed that he was crazy too and, and I like that, like, you know, like when he loses his knife he like he says my dad's getting like he's this my dad's is truly afraid of his dad oh yeah that's so i like that you know yeah that that you know without even seeing his dad you know that's a scary guy that he can make this guy you know shake in his boots mm-hmm. yeah we have plenty of violence on kids but and we have plenty plenty of blood everywhere but no no inward yeah no. No. i was gonna say i meant to say this earlier that I, I looked up the on imdb the parental guide just to see like i wonder why this is rated r like how many you know What's mm-hmm. is it super gory or anything like that? And it was it was before the movie came out, so they didn't have any information on it. So under violence and gore, all it said was children will die in this movie. <laughs> I, was, I just thought that was the funniest thing. I was like, like all right, well, no duh. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, and then we get a we get a little bit of stand here. We don't get a lot. But we get a little bit, and it's you get more than the miniseries. You do, and you yeah. see his background, his religious background. He's trying to read the book, and he does not. Uh, he's not, he's not doing a good job. His dad gets mad. And he goes and puts the the book away. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, like that's another he, new thing. Here's here, here's the thing. Like, so Mike's afraid. I feel like Mike's afraid of turning into his dad. Mm-hmm. Is a bit is what his childhood trauma is. He's afraid to become that person. Um, he wants to be his own man. Oh, okay. Um, and I'll we'll just pick apart all of them if you want, real quick. Bill yeah. obviously Bill is, is, is kind is of like afraid lost. of himself because yeah. it's he thinks that it's his fault that Georgie died. Yes, and then, so that's why he always sees Georgie. Eddie's a hypochondriac and is a germaphobe. That's why, he that's why he has a leper. The leper, yeah. Um, Bev is afraid of womanhood, it's and that's why there's all the blood. I was wondering. Uh, I didn't know if I was being gross and thinking. No, that, that or makes if that's that real. makes sense. She's afraid to be a woman because of how unsettling her dad. Wants her her dad. To be a little girl. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, is also, that so? Yeah. He kind of wants her to be a woman. Yeah. He gets he very, very rapey. I thought, yeah, it f- felt to me like he doesn't want her to grow up like or he's going to do anything, anything to yeah. stop that from happening. And because so he he's afraid of himself. You're my little girl, right? Oh, that he might not... start yes. abu- sexually abusing her. Huh, really? Okay. That's why he hits her. He's hmm, okay. attracted to her. Yeah. And oh, he yes. it makes him angry, so he, he hits her. And then now she's becoming a woman. She's afraid that, that might turn into something else. Is that huh. why I I was curious at first when she's cutting her hair, 
She did that so that because she, and then he says you look like a boy. I don't think she cut it so because that. she looks like a boy. She didn't cut it to look like a boy at all. No, she cut it because her dad kept playing with her hair. Yeah. Oh. Okay. He touched it. It. it it's like you did. Just this. the thought alone hair, sickened so her. So she cut it all off. Okay. Yeah. So we see, we see, we see that we see the painting come to life, which is mm-hmm. scary. And like they did a different kind of lens or something with it, which I thought was cool because mm-hmm. it ske- the yeah. picture looked weird. Yeah. It was interesting, and it even came out later towards the end of the film. Yeah. Which I thought was nice. Um, what were you going to say before you go? I was further? just going to say, sorry, we were talking about his dad, you know, being mad at him for uh, Stanley's dad, you know, like, you know, you need to get, you know, how's uh, this going to look if the uh, rabbi's, rabbi's dad, you know, son can't, can't do this, you know? And so it was just really interesting that you, it's definitely a lot more clear that every adult in Derry is unsettling or there's something wrong with them mm-hmm. in that, you know, the 1990, they're just kind of, you know, it's a normal town and you get some, a couple of creepy adults, but like going from like the pharmacist to even the rabbi to, I didn't like, feel like the rabbi was all that bad because like he's got, he's got that a was point. Realistic it was just that I, I could see that happening. In real I was going to say that, that get a dark feeling from him uh. that you wouldn't think, you know, yeah, rabbis yeah, are like, nice, you know, um, be nice to your kids. That, yeah. You get a dark, almost, you like, know, no, evil none of the parents are good to their adult. kids. Yeah. Yeah. None of them are. So I um, like that element of this movie over the other one. That's right. a, oh yeah, the pharmacist creeped Ugh. me out. You know yeah. what's funny about that scene? Great scene, I loved it. With, with him and Bev. Yeah, well, where yeah, she's helping them steal yeah. everything. But uh, she goes, "Hey, Mister Keen," and I thought she said Mister King, and oh. so I projected oh, Stephen King, King. <laughs> and I was like, "Is that Stephen King?" Because at first it kind of looked like him, <laughs> right. but then I immediately was broken. I'm like, "Oh no, that's not him." <laughs> the boys head down to the sewer and Eddie has one of my favorite panic attacks. Like he's like he's like uh gray water. He's like, it's just piss and shit, I'm just telling you. And, like throws his arms up, like steps like two steps back. Like mm-hmm. I was like, that is hilarious. Yeah. Um and then Eddie starts acting ridiculous with the with the stick and he's like, Have you ever heard of a staff infection? Like that is just yeah. Mr. Jones. I'll show you a staff infection. Yeah, yeah. The shorts at him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah the, and he just freaks out. I that's the thing. This you share a bathroom with your mom, right? Yeah, you probably got crabs. <laughs> this movie, like the the tension was real, and I liked what it did to me, but uh, didn't scare me too much. But the comedy was it everywhere. was great. Everywhere. I laughed a lot during. I this laugh movie. a lot in the book. Did you yeah. guys like um, Richie's like? Tone. Almost over the top, like dirty humor. That is normal. Well, the funny that thing is, is yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I liked uh, Richie in the fact that his jokes always fell flat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No one, no one laughed. Yeah, at he him. like throws his arm up and like every time like, Stan just grabs that shit and throws it down. <laughs> yeah, because I, 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 I wish they would have kept the beep beep Richie though. It yeah, you know, there. that was something that was... The clown a, says that that's it. Yeah, yeah. He says it once. It wasn't a big thing, though. Yeah. Maybe it'll come back. It's just the one. throwbacks mm-hmm. to Beep Beep Richie. Yeah. But, but I loved it because it was such, like, like junior high boy humor. You it know? was. Or, like, how they, yeah, rag on each other's moms, rag on their sister, talk about dick <laughs> size yeah. and stuff, you know, <laughs> all the time. Like, it's just, like, that's what little boys are like, you know? And so, so I thought it was hilarious. It was. It was, it was great. Um, if you're paying attention, before the boys head down to the sewer... They're in Stan's mom's house, and Stan's mom's just fucking weird. Like she's yeah. just like, ugh. Stan? I mean, sorry, Eddie's mom. Eddie's mom, Eddie's yeah. mom is super ugh, unsettling. She's yeah. Super creepy. And way worse than the night. But if you listen to the TV, the TV, the clown, yeah. the TV's TV show. talking about diseases and clowns and, and the clowns. sewers. Well, I noticed that later. The later on, it's talking about sewers. Yeah. But here, it's just well, talking, about talking about diseases, diseases yeah. and how you're gonna go outside and die and like all sorts of other. Every shit. TV has. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think about it too much. Besides, oh yeah, he's affecting the TVs. That's funny. 
Well, it uh, made me wonder, like, is, then, that, yeah, is, is that, that how, how he influences prog- people? Yeah, is that how he's programming the yeah, adults? Yeah, I didn't think about that just now. <laughs> um, that's interesting. I, don't know. I, I think it's more than that, but yeah, I think that's part of it. Yeah. I think that's how they're trying to get away with it here anyway. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, really, it could be anything. you cannot, until part two, tell people he has an influence on people. Yeah, so it's, that's it's hard a, to that's do. That's an interesting way, like. Yeah, because you go back and you'll watch it and be plus, like, oh, shit. in the 80s, people were afraid that TV, TV was brainwashing your, you. Yeah, going to And so, so, yeah, that's 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 awesome. It is. I like it. Um, we have our mm. second It encounter with Ben, which we talked about him mm-hmm. in, in the library. Scene. But what's interesting here is they make him the historian, right? Yeah, yes. instead of Mike. Instead of Mike. Yeah, that's weird. They take something away from Mike and... Um, Give it to Ben. Yeah, which is just kind of weird. But if you paint it in the photos, and I don't know if you guys thought this, but did you guys see the weird kid that kind of looked like Pennywise? Mm. There was a little boy that was that was in that Easter picture. I think I was looking for him, but I don't know if I saw it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I mean, he had like a bigger forehead, kind of like Pennywise does. Like probably, it's probably supposed to be him. It could, yeah. I don't know. It could have been him. Uh, It was just. I mean, he was there somewhere. He was. And then, of course, Ben gets attacked by Henry. And what happens here is we get another illustration of how his, he's influencing the town uh-huh. right? because the balloon comes up in the back, which I thought with was kind of cool. With the adults who drive off drive after they're watching this kid being bullied. Yeah. With his, I think at that point he had the H carved into his stomach, didn't he? Yeah, no, but they no, put the shirt. Yeah, they were just holding him down. Oh, okay. They yeah, had pulled right the shirt down. Right before he did that. Okay. Yeah. 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 But yeah, so that was oh, I hated the fucking him carving into him. Ugh. And then of course they had they meet everybody meets up. The we have our four four kids and they meet Ben, and we get that our, was a brutal uh, chase scene. Brutal chase scene and Henry's like, oh my knife and like Patrick and Belch just follow his orders. Yeah. And the other guy who doesn't have a name, which is the obviously the Vic. What is it? Vic. Okay. I assume it's supposed to be Vic because Vic's the other one that's with him in the book. Patrick wasn't even in the other one, was he? I think Patrick was meant to be the quiet guy that was just standing there that didn't have a name, like random bully number three. Probably. Um, Was Vic the kid with like bleach blonde hair? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which in this in this little sequence here where they're in the sewer, we get our first mention of uh, it's summer. Mm. We're supposed to be outside having fun. Which is, I like that. Say summer one Ties more time. throughout the movie. I like that that comes yeah comes around a few times, and we see Patrick coming face to face with it. Did this make anybody jump, or did you telegraph it? Yeah, I saw it. Which or was it telegraphed? Where the where the oh wait, when, the, in the, the sewers kids or him? Well, Patrick. Pennywise. Uh, just the like him walking through the sewer was it like ah uh, yeah 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 I knew. Oh, we die. all know. I didn't think he was gonna die. I thought he. Would I didn't see know it, he'd be that then, soon. But then yeah, he would really almost, soon. like, be afraid to tell his friends because they think he was, like, crazy or stupid. Well, by or this point, so. we need somebody else to die to keep the... Yeah. Keep the roller coaster uh, feeling going. Yeah, like... Yeah. To let to remind you the stakes aren't... The stakes are here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh, it's been a while since our first death. And so I was thinking, okay, he's going to go down there looking for this kid. He's going to die instead. Right. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, the, the kids creeped me out. But yeah, when the balloon comes, I thought it was cool as like floating. I love says, dairy. I love dairy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pop. I knew he was going to be behind Another it. reference. Yeah, another. So. Like, it almost felt like for a second, I was like, huh, like is Henry not going to be the one influenced by Pennywise? Hmm. That, I don't know, it went through my head the first time I saw it. Um, and the losers come into contact with Bev. Like we talked about her meeting Mr. Keene, who is in such a 
creepy pedo. Yeah, that. Oh my I did god! Not like, that. like that guy, he might have been the most unsettling part of the entire movie. Like we can see you staring at her boobs. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so so creepy. Um, and Richie's outside freaking out over Ben, and we find out that or not Richie Eddie. Eddie's outside freaking out over Ben. Richie's doing his voices, which all sound the same. Kinda. Yes. I liked that. That was fun. But we find out that Eddie has a second fanny pack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Why do you have a second fanny pack? Yeah, I, I cracked up. I cracked up. And if you look behind him, yeah, like we talked about the movies playing in the cinema, um, we have, uh, which is the Capitol instead of the Paramount. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, is it the Capitol in the book? It's, I can't remember. It's Paramount. It's called someone with an A, I think. Mm-hmm. It might be Paramount. But we get Batman and Lethal Weapon 2 behind yep. him, which is cool, I thought. Um, there was another one that was up on there. It was a creepy... It was a horror film yeah, at one point. Nightmare on Elm Street It was? Five. Nightmare on Elm Street 5 comes oh, okay, on later. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Got you. Now I know what you're talking about. Um, and we meet Bev's dad. Uh. Who... I mean, like, this scene had so much tension. Because she just bought her product, like... And she's... It. And yeah, she's also as, got that. She's knowing also knowing he doesn't want her to grow up. We yeah. See, yeah, don't look in there. Oh, geez, <laughs> and just like I thought he was gonna lose his shit. Yeah, me too. Like what? Yeah, I was just, I was like, God, like this is. They made just, it worse by him not. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, because you never knew when he was going to explode, but you knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We all float down here. And we get what I think is probably one of the, one of the replacements for the sex scene, which is the swimming scene. Yes. Great scene of the movie. Yeah. It's beautiful, beautiful music. And we also, in this scene, we get our second mention of a turtle. Well, it's our first, yeah. first mention. mention, first mention of a turtle. But if you're paying on, paying attention, there is when Georgie's running down the road, there is a, there's a turtle. It's like a alive. No, it's like this huge. Oh, the mound! It's a mound. But like it's wh- it's a tarp covering something. It's a tarp covering something that looks like a turtle. Hmm. Um, I, I don't know if that's what it's supposed to be. I don't know if it's what it's supposed to be, but that's what I like. I was like fucking turtle, and then we get this, and I was like, oh, like we had another turtle reference. Just thought it was interesting. Like, are we going there? Are we really going to? Go I think there? they're just. Yeah. Well, let's hinting. talk about this. Uh, let's just start talking spoilers for the book because. I feel like if it wasn't in we, this, we, we have to talk to about avoid. it. We you can talk edit about it, it out. Bit, um, and we can, listeners now who don't want spoilers for the book or part two of the movie, possibly. Potentially. Uh, then drop out now spoiler, and come back. Yeah, maybe come back. It's the most we'll, interesting part. Yeah, it's so the best spoiler the, I've the ever The turtle had. in the book, is it going to be here? I don't know. I kind of don't know. I've uh, heard that it might be. Yeah, I just don't know how uh, they can do that. Fukunaga's version was much more mystical. More yeah, turtly. it was. If you, uh, for people who might not know, will you explain what the turtle is? All right, so. A cosmic, perhaps. <laughs> just real quick, say. briefly. So it is like a cosmic being also. In, yes. Within the Stephen King universe. Within the Stephen King universe. The it turtle. Is the, yeah, the it turtle. is. Yeah. The turtle is another cosmic being. Mm-hmm. The turtle vomited our universe. Yes. He had a tummy ache. He's fine. Blech. Everything. And it created our universe. It came to our universe to basically harvest From a different us. universe, right? Yeah. yeah. But they have like their own like mecha universe that's like emptiness. I yeah. don't, it's really, really weird. 
Um, the Dark Tower world is on the back of the turtle. Yes. And if I believe so, there's other galaxies and universes that are placed in different body parts of the turtle. Mm, Potentially, yes. And so um, these guys hate each other. Yeah. And so when, they, when they're kids, they they have a weird vision and see the turtle, and the turtle helps them to visit. You have defeat. to you have to read the book. Okay. Um, the I'm turtle helps, so. but you don't know when. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you. Okay. When, but the turtle yeah. helps. So so we have the big bag or the the tarp, which you took as the turtle. Well, I didn't think of that. I thought of but that. Yeah, I didn't notice that one. As soon as they say something bit me, and they're like, "Oh, it's a turtle." I was like, "Hey, hey. is that a reference? Are we yeah. going there?" That's that's a. I, and then like we a, get that's a Lego the turtle reference. later like, made out know? of Legos in. George's uh, room. George's yeah, George's room. room. And so, yeah. I, I think like, that's what we're going to get. Is this happening? Like, I mean, it feels or like. Or is it, it just like, hey, we can't do this, guys. <laughs> Sorry. So, <laughs> so is it, yeah, that. just a, hey, they, fans, we appreciate the books, um, but we can't do that. No. Or yeah. is it, yeah, that, is it that's foreshadowing? That's kind of how I took it, but I guess we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, I mean. We'll see. I, I doubt they'll be uh, able to do it. They can try. So, they could do it. But at this point, I don't know if they can. And this could be a this could be a potential spoiler this could be nothing but like initially the plan is for part two uh like in fukunaga was going to have uh mike be like a junkie addicted to all sorts of stuff because he's trying experimental drugs to try and break out of this reality to find a way to beat it oh, kind hmm. of like the scene in Teenage the book Mike right not he's not on substances, but you know, like they're on the the, uh, smoke? the smokehouse, yeah, okay. mm-hmm. um, kind of like that because that's when they have the vision and they learn so much. They don't but, really um, learn that much, but all right. <laughs> well, enough. But they they were talking about having having that's how the second part to open, um, and Mike would play more of a central role and would learn of this of this turtle entity and actually come into contact with him. At the beginning of part two, I feel like I that would not. be that'd be hard to keep him as the historian, though. Well, I don't think he's going to necessarily be the well, somebody historian. Somebody has to be. I think Ben will be the historian. But Do you why think Ben will be the one who stays in to town? Talk about Derry. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it. But no. that was uh, that was something in Fukunaga's script. Something else, like a few things that were rejected, that was in Fukunaga's script. A lot made it through in this adaptation. A lot did. Interesting. But some things that were rejected was uh, instead of the painting lady. Stan goes to uh, so Stan's doing his bird watching. His, no, giant oh. dreidel. He's doing his reading right, and mm-hmm. then he he goes and uh, puts the book back, and he has to pee, but he can't go can't go to the bathroom, like he can't re- he can't get to the bathroom for some reason, and so he goes to the mikvah, which is like where I don't know if you know what that is, but it's like essentially what they put. girls in after they've had their first period to cleanse them Mm. okay and he goes there to pee and then a nude woman appears out of the pool uh asking stan if uh if he wants to come float with her as her body starts to decay and she starts masturbating in front of him um that was something in Fukunaga's script that was taken Jeez. out. Yeah, that wouldn't have made that. Yeah, and then, uh, so another one is Bev's father strips Bev, demanding to know if she's still a virgin. Bev's dad then starts to talk in a Pennywise voice, telling her that she'll like it uh, and that she'll float. And then it hints that he rapes her that night. I could see that making it. And in the other... Into the movie? No, not the rape, but it, trying to take her clothes off, and that I can see that whole scene happening. They probably would have made that. It would have been. It's just hard to imagine 
I mean, Getting I, away with I, it I see the movie, movie that happened making sense in my mind. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to imagine all this stuff Fukunaga wanted, especially with the cosmic stuff. Yeah. Being in a mainstream Stream horror, horror movie. movie. Yeah. The other thing was Bowers having sexual relations with a sheep. Once that should have been Patrick. Huh? That should have been Patrick. Yeah. So, but that was, uh, those are a couple things that, yeah. Yeah, I'm happy with what we so, got. So, in the movie, we get a little bit of a history lesson with, with Ben, right? Yeah. And they go into his room, and there's a couple cool things in here. But what I think the most interesting thing is that it was scripted, but it wasn't filmed. But there's a hint of it later on in the movie. You see Ben back at the light. I, I think he's back at the library. He looks at a painting, right? And there's a woman standing by a, uh, a well. <gasps> oh, oh, oh. And uh, I believe that's, yeah, yeah, the well. And she's got her baby in her arms, right? It looks like she's about to drop it down like a sacrifice. So... In the in the script, while these while Ben's telling them all about the town and whatnot, we were going to get a flashback, and it was going to be Pennywise's first victim, and it was a mother who's threatened by Pennywise, telling her to give up her baby. Oh yeah, I read this to him, or he will murder the entire town, mm-hmm. and that's why we see the picture with the well towards later on to ah. so kind of throw back to that. So it's supposed uh, to be okay. like the town that like two hundred people just disappeared. Yes. Ah. Yeah, and that was an interesting thing, the th- which I didn't know was in the book until recently, uh, or post-movie, was the big events happening uh, at the end of the of year. Them. Yeah. In the beginning. Is yeah. it an event at the beginning when it starts, and then there's a bigger event when it ends. I thought it was a ends. murder at the beginning. And it, then it, can be, the it can be a murder. It can be yeah. an event. Okay. Because they didn't really explain why it seemed more so like all the kids disappearing right now is the event like the way he was describing every 27 years. Cause we have the KKK thing and the Easter egg hunt. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but it seemed like those were synonymous with the ending. And see, like talking- the kids disappearing in the eighties. I think the deal is, is that, uh, I think kids go disappearing, then there's some kind of bigger incident that distracts yeah. from that, uh, which they mentioned here. I like, I, okay. I watched this twice and I didn't catch it until, well, yeah, I didn't catch it until the third time. What exactly the black spot was. Oh, and, uh, I mean, it's the nightclub that burned down, right? 1962, um, uh, which in the book, uh, one of the characters from The Shining is actually in that. But uh, there was going to be a bigger bigger flashback to that uh, of Pennywise watching, like watching on as the town goes crazy, burning down this place. Oh, and Bowers. Showing that he has influence, like he is he's a, doing this yeah. to distract. Yeah. Uh, I think my favorite addition from the mi- that was different from the miniseries, because I've only seen the miniseries in the movie, was <laughs> The House. Yeah, because next we get the leper scene. Yeah, I don't know why. Just I mean, I the, going back to the Goonies, that just feels like when they're going to the house, it wasn't so much scary to me as fun. Yeah. Like watching the leper comes back out and Eddie falls through the floor and breaks his arm. Mm-hmm. And oh, right. That was just, I don't know. That's a big part of the book, the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I loved it. And you're mentioning the, the Pennywise scene that got you. In with uh, 
Richie. Richie didn't get me, but I loved it. Like yeah. him jumping out of the box, it I don't know, it felt very uh theatrical. Mm-hmm. Like cuz he kind of he he doesn't jump up like a normal person. He he flies up in the air and lands. Yeah, almost like superhero was, landing. Yeah, or or like a also, another like a good addition yeah. to or, change uh, or Beetlejuice. To clowns. It feels very Beetlejuice esque to me. Yeah, and I I, I liked it. it was, I did it too. Was, it was fun. Um, I mean, that whole house was that whole series of of scenes in the house was fantastic. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. they they mm-hmm. fight him off. That was it was great. Best part. And to jump back to the leper scene a little bit, um, the music there. I mean, I took notice of the score whenever they were all playing in the whenever they were all swimming. It was just beautiful, mm-hmm. right? But there's a lot of electronic elements to the score as well, and you really, those get highlighted during the leper scene. Hmm. I thought it was really, really cool. It's something that, I don't know, something that a major studio film does not do a lot of, but they're leaning into it a little more, a little bit more so with films like Deadpool. But yeah, of course, Bill eventually, Bill finally comes face to face with Pennywise. And did that scene work for you? Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, I mentioned it earlier. That was the scariest scene for me. The cellar. Was it the tension or did we? Yeah. I mean, okay. All right. Well, the tension, I, basements are always creepy to me. Okay. I mean, I don't like yeah. going into basements. Sure. Like they, they're scary in that. I, Evil Dead 2 is not a very scary movie to me. No. I just love it for the comedy and the slapstick. But but when you get every to the time cellar, watching him go down in that cellar, I'm like, Dude, don't, don't go. Do it, don't do you it. don't want to go don't down go. there. That's... Even worse when you're watching Ash just, versus Evil Dead and like, he has to go down there with the demon babies. Oh, yeah. oh. Just like corners and all that. I don't know. I, every time I see a staircase in a cellar, I'm like, as long as it, it has to be covered. Otherwise, yeah. I'm not going down there. And then just grabs your leg through the bottom. Yeah. Yep. And so, yeah, seeing and then seeing Georgie in the corner, I'm like, it's I don't know if even I like creepier because he's kind of yeah, like hiding. And the he's water. Got that creepy smile. We get the rock fight, but right before the rock fight, we get the. Uh, everybody realizes they've seen it. They've seen the clown, except for Richie, who is afraid of clowns. Yeah. That was. I don't know. I thought that was interesting. No, and he's like, you got to be funny. virgins to see this? Like, yeah, it's like... Makes sense, though, because he's the only one who doesn't see it on his own. Yeah. yeah. That was funny. That was... What are you afraid of, Richie? Clowns. Clowns. And there's that one... That one on that fucking stage looked so creepy. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's worse. I was like, wait a minute, like... That I'm going to go hang there. out in the sewer. You guys watch that shit. Like, no thank you. Poor Rich. Uh, but I like the rock fight. I love the rock fight. Especially like whenever R- Richie yells like, rock war, bam. Rock like, what? Oh, that would hurt. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that would hurt. But the first one to throw a rock and who gets the perfect shot is Bev. Bev. It's a nice little nice little nod. The book snob can appreciate that. Um, Bev's, well, it's the same in the uh, miniseries. She's mm-hmm. best yeah, shot. But they didn't do that here, which I mean, we'll talk about the ending here, but. Did you guys notice even at the the scene where they're all like there's there's the kids doing the parade or whatever and we get the scene where they're talking like we just we were just talking about like Richie talks about his fear of clowns and all that there weren't any parents I didn't notice there were no parents like there was like a few older kids but I didn't see one parent out there at, at all. the parade yeah I don't know. I just thought it was funny because Richie took that kid's <laughs> instrument and was like, burr, burr, burr. yeah, he's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, yeah. <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> yeah. And of course, we get to the garage scene that 
That's when it, that's when people in the theater the first time, night that I saw it lost their minds. That's a f- I don't know I like that. I loved like, it. Like I, the, I loved it the too. Ch- ch- was fine. It was when he comes out. Well, and when he's he comes giant out, Pennywise. I loved that part just for the monster effect. But I actually thought the 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 pictures were creepy. Like where it's changing his mom. I like yeah. That was creepy. And Georgie's smile is weird. Yeah, like they zoomed in on his creepy little baby smile. Yeah, it was weird, and it was weird. Like whenever he was down in the suit. In yeah. the was Ben in that, that creepy, photo? Yeah. Huh? I mean, was Bill in that photo? No. I think, I think Bill so. was the, maybe the one who took the picture. That's so sad. No. Jerks. Somebody's got to do it. Which this is our first really good look at. All sides of Pennywise. Got a little bit about him. So the new design of Pennywise is far from what's in the novel to help separate it from the miniseries, which was actually, which was pretty close. The costume design was to show multiple eras to illustrate to the viewer that Pennywise is an eternal being. Yeah. Uh, Those eras include medieval, renaissance, Elizabethan, and Victorian. Uh, The neck piece specifically was added to give a whimsical and childlike feeling to Pennywise. Hmm. I like that. Me too. I like I they kept notice. the silver suit. Uh, yeah. It, well, the gray tone was uh, to make the audience feel like he could fade in or out of any corner of any room at any point. It was also a reference to his uh, immortality. Like, maybe this wasn't gray initially. It's just something that's faded. Gotcha. Hmm. And we get our first good look at him. And I know whenever he shows up, like, with his teeth drawn and whatnot, like, his his collar like it just kind of bounces and you hear the jingle of his of that collar hmm. uh and this is the first thing i took real notice to it but i like i like that a lot it's something you notice his hands and legs are like super big and long yeah creepy also something is that uh anytime he had these yellows he had the yellow eyes going mm-hmm. and you can hear it you can hear it somewhat in the his first appearance but you can hear it a lot here there's like this like very droney distortion. Hmm. And but when his eyes change, it goes away. Hmm. I liked it a lot. It seems in this movie that Pennywise the dancing clown was a real clown and he stole the persona cuz they have yeah. this trailer down there. Yeah. Which I thought was one of the cooler scenes in the movie. Like yes. his theatrics. And Pennywise does have a name. They his, didn't mention it here. Yes, Bob Gray. Bob Gray. Oh, so Bob Gray was a real person. We don't know. In the book. Bob Gray, I know of. Supposedly. Bob Gray. Bob Gray was a real person. Um, and that's how, that's Pennywise took his form. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's how I've always, always read it. I don't. I mean, I haven't finished. From what I know, that's probably what happened, but I don't know. I mean, know. everybody else in the movie besides the leper, or maybe he did take that, but every he he takes Georgie, he takes the, he form takes of the, the headless boy, lady in the uh, yeah the all the children, boy, he's the lady killed. in the painting, the yeah Georgie. So and and one of the cool scenes is we like when they're in the house, right? Mm-hmm. They're in the house, and Eddie falls through the floor, and you get uh, you get bill and richie and it's like scary not scary at all really or very scary right that scene was great i loved it yes. but ah. he took on the form of eddie eddie oh, came yeah. out of the mattress it's like you're going to play loogie and like yeah i thought that was really 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 cool that he's taking on their shapes 
Yeah. Um, and well, he was scared he was going to go missing. It also kind of teases you. You think Eddie might be dead because everybody that he's possessed is somebody that's passed. Huh. Okay. Um, that made me question, is he, I know he's not because he goes, he travels through the sewers and in the miniseries, he's always in one location, but in this, he almost seemed kind kind of omnipresent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. They just cut from each person's encounter very quickly. So it kind of seems like they could all be simultaneous. Dealing with Eddie down there. Like he, he comes out he does the goofy unfolding Mm -hmm. himself. And, but at the same time, he's doing this, the doors with the other guys. Mm-hmm. Well, he's doing the doors with the other guys. And then they open the door, the girl's in there. And where's her legs? And then they and close then they, the door and they, they get out. And that's when he crawls out of the, that's when he crawls out of the, the bit. He was already on top of him. Was and he? yeah, they open the door. She's oh, in there. Was, they yeah. close it. They say, it's not real. They open the door and then they run out and he's like, it's not scary enough for you, Bill. I'm not scary so enough for you, Billy. I like yeah. that yeah. scene. And I was like. Because you see it in his face. So, he's like, He obviously, up. yeah, he, he's de- messing with them. And when they they realize it's not real, he knows about it. And so that's, that was kind of confusing you, to Billy me. Because like, it seems, at least in the miniseries, he's just taking shape of all these people but in right. this it seems like he's something kinda, more than that yeah it, I, I agree it does which seem he could like that. be i mean um, why not yeah we're, we're not completely sure um a little bit of trivia so the first pennywise scene filmed was him coming out of that fridge uh, and face to face with eddie right mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the actor that plays eddie was not told where he was coming from just that he had to be ready and that Penny, this was going to be a scene with Pennywise, and it's going to be the first scene with Pennywise. He had no idea he was coming out of the fridge. And the reactions you see, like, obviously he didn't unfold himself, but he kind of just came out and stood up and whatever. But the reaction you see on that kid's face is real. That was all first take. Mm-hmm. And same thing with, with Richie and Bill. When they run into Pennywise and see him for the first time, that was their, that reaction on their face is their first take, the first time they've seen Pennywise. Mm-hmm. Because that it was right after that scene was filmed that they put out the first official Pennywise image online. Hmm. So I thought that was pretty cool because like their reactions, like Bill's reaction, is just like, oh shit! Like it was awesome, mm-hmm. and I love that whole scene. I like how he kind of dances towards Richie, and it's just like really weird, and yeah. and he plays with him, mm-hmm. like how he's like, ah ah, like I'm gonna bite you, I'm not ah ah, like I loved that. Just how he torments them, plays like I don't know. It's, it's good. It's you have a three dimensional villain. Yeah, which is interesting because Tim Curry tells lots of jokes and basically has a lot more dialogue than this. He does. He's more but present. I feel this like. one, his jokey side is more physical humor. It's more physical humor, and it's like it's it's really dark. Mm-hmm. It's not popping out of the shower drain like, ha ha, how you doing? Like it's like, uh, I'm gonna eat you. I'm not gonna eat you. I'm gonna eat you. I'm not gonna eat you. Uh, yeah, and then uh, <laughs> so obviously everybody outside hears everybody inside screaming, and in runs Bev, and Bev's the first one and the only one here to wound it, mm-hmm. gets it right through the head. It's a good like, 
Oh my It gosh. was good. And like the sounds, the sound design and the noises he made as he was kind of like reconfiguring himself and turning around. Like but poor old Ben. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. He's, he's just like, he's like, he like looks at him and then he like acts like he's going to come at him and he laughs and it's really creepy. And then he just, I mean, slashes Ben like right in half. Mm. Um, uh, but at, in this movie, uh, when he's, uh, I think it's when his, Eddie's mom is taking him away. I was like, you know, at least Ben, <laughs> he's going to grow up to be the lady killer, hopefully, in this movie. Yeah. Uh, but he's he's got those scars. He's got those scars, yeah. 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 <laughs> so the subplot of Bev getting taken. Not in the book? Am I right? No. no. Not in the book. So, book snob, were you okay with that? This This... It completely changes the story, as I'm aware. Like, they, there is a whole new reason to go well, down. It does, to mm-hmm. the, and like to go down for him. Before we get there, before we get there, I have, I have a question for you guys, and I have some information. So we see Bowers, right? Yeah. And he's outside cleaning his dad's gun. Yeah, yeah. And he, he thinks is. he's gonna shoot the cat. Ugh. But what's taken out here, and what this director's cut might include, is there were scenes showing. Henry's relationship with his father and the abusive relationship they had at home, they pulled it out because test audiences didn't want to humanize him. They felt like it humanized him too much and that you, instead of feeling, hooray, the losers got one over on Henry by Mike knocking him down the well, it was, we felt sorry for him. Got you. So that could be part of the director's cut. I don't know. I like that too because it doesn't make me feel sorry for him, but it gives a reason as to why he is so vicious. Mm-hmm. But yeah. after he, after we see the scene of of his dad, you know, just turning him into scaredy cat, right? Mm-hmm. And he kills his dad. Henry has a lot of blood on his face when he comes face to face with the losers mm-hmm. later. And you know what he's driving is his buddy's car. And you know what's pre- what's not present, what's missing here are his Buddies. friends. Did he kill them? Probably. Because I don't know why. That wasn't his car. No, that was uh, that was Belch's car. Oh, I thought it was his. And Belch I mean, the TV tells him. Point. The TV tells him to kill them all. Kill them all. I just wonder. I wonder if he killed him because that was a lot of blood. Like the second and third time I watched it, I was like, that's more, that's a lot of blood. I don't know. I thought it was interesting. But yeah, the subplot of Bev getting taken is not in the, no. in the novel. Changes it was things. Fine. Yeah, I liked it. it was okay. Good. Yeah, because here's the thing it changes the hero. They're not afraid of him at the end, but did that take them till they were facing him to not be afraid? Because they don't want to go down there and fight him. It's Bev that makes them finally need they to reunite. go down there. Yeah, they reunite. And, and so, that's that's another thing. Like her being them taken. Them breaking up is not a thing in the book. No, them breaking up I is know. a thing. But they're coming together for Bev. Yeah. I liked it. And I... Uh, so here's... here. Whenever I came out of the initial thing, the one thing I wasn't sure about was the CGI. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't... It wasn't that it looked phony by by budget it looked almost phony by design Hmm. because pennywise moves in one field of motion the background moves in another field of motion and then if there's somebody in the scene they're in another field of motion like when he's dancing you can really notice it 
You know what I'm talking about? And like, or whenever he would leap at Eddie, it almost looked like one of those scenes where like something's coming at you, but the hallway behind it is extending. And I wasn't sure if I liked that. I ended up really liking that. But like the first time I saw it, that was my one thing. Like I liked it, but I don't know about that because right here we get his dancing scene. Yeah. So she's not afraid of him and he makes her float. Yeah. He shows her the lights because he says, you're not, she's not scared. Well, you will be. You will be. Is he just storing her until she's going to be afraid later? You know, I don't know. I was trying to figure that out. Is he waiting for her to be starving and she's afraid of that? Yeah, I mean, like, I think it was just a line. Honestly, it was probably to get the kids down there so he could eat them. Obviously, that's why he's holding on to her. Yeah. Or keeping her alive. But I wasn't sure if even the kids floating were alive or dead. They could have been a mix of both. Yeah. I mean, we don't hear anything at the end about kids surviving. No, we there's don't. definitely kids up there missing limbs, mm-hmm. but I mean we get we also get really just them standing outside and then the movie ends. Yeah, we don't get much of the aftermath. Right. Something whenever the losers were reuniting that I loved is Eddie's confrontation with his mom, and he's like, "These are goddamn gazebos." Yes. Gazebos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that too. That was a good one. I I was just. <laughs> they're bullshit i was just like yes eddie gazebos. they're gazebos <laughs> <laughs> she's like what yeah and st- and something interesting is that instead of uh the slingshot we get a co2 gun mm-hmm. yeah that was no a- silver no silver but honestly you don't need the silver you don't it's the belief yeah. and oh, and they yeah they sense. they pull that out there too because oh there wasn't like saying it's not loaded that's not loaded. Actually, there was a there was a belief. It was exactly like everybody screaming that to Bill that kill he, it. Yeah, to kill it. Kill and it. Bill believes this gun is going to kill it. It's yeah. going to hurt it. And but he Mike pulls knows it. There's no CO two cartridge nothing in, it. in there. But Pennywise's head goes inwards and blood comes out. It hurts him. And that's because they nice believe little, it will. Because they believe it will. Oh, I didn't take it as that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I took it as he was like just going to sleep. No, he was losing blood. That, when, when that like, happened, they believed would, it would hurt him. There's nothing in there, but they believed it would. So when he pulled the trigger, I didn't it did. see him. I didn't know he shot him. Yeah, he pulled. He the did. Trigger. You don't remember it going and you see the little stick sticking out and it comes back in. No, I don't. Yeah, it doesn't even come into contact with him, but it's enough that it knocks Penny's head. I thought he was holding uh, the stick or something. He no. was holding the gun oh, that they okay. used to shoot the yeah, sheep I, I, or whatever. I, I didn't notice. I'm sorry. That's yeah. why you hear Mike saying, that's not loaded. That's not loaded. That's not loaded. I didn't hear that. But, I, it, but it worked. I loved how, I loved that scene because it was like saying, instead, since we don't have a slingshot, you don't get to believe in silver, Like, yeah. but if you believe it hurts him, this is we're mm-hmm. giving you that. Book snob. Thanks. You're here. My favorite scene right there. That's when, your favorite scene? That's your favorite scene? When they're fighting him. Really? Yeah. And everybody's beating up on him. That's yeah, a good I mean, it feels like something scene. from a superhero movie. It does kind of. Like, I mean, they're all beating him up. And yeah. Yeah. He's he's evidently losing. I think I like that a lot, too, because it it We get it to see him shows... transforming into all these different things. He yeah. has, the, like, the spider did you, legs. Did you notice that his true form, we might have seen the true form, which was, like, the spider legs? Yeah. I don't remember seeing that. They he's came out going and after he, like, Ben. Yeah. And oh. Ben's, like, rolling. That yeah. they were like pincers or something, but <laughs> is that a fat joke? Yeah, so hey, he's like, the, he's like the kid in Hook that rolls down. Yeah, the bolsa, nice. I guess. 
Yeah. I like <laughs> it because you can see uh, you can see he's scared. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was great. It was. And he starts I... crawling away. He flips over. It was, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I loved all the forms it took whenever they're beating on it. And I love that he gave him the the chance to walk away, just taking Bill, which kind of yeah. calls back to the origin. Like, but I know the origin was taken clown. away. Yeah, and Eddie gives that fantastic monologue, like, you punched me in the face, and now I gotta kill a fucking clown. Now I gotta kill this fuck. I love the bat. He just casually pulls out of the garbage. Yeah. Hey, it's better than the, the bottle that he tried to break, and it just, like, fuck. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> well, Hit it a little too hard. What did you guys think about how he disappeared, how he, quote, died? It's pretty perfect because it Once needs again, to be open ended. It, it felt like he was faking it. Did yeah. it? Like he's going hibernating. Yeah. I just was curious, like how it, like, if it worked for you, if it didn't work for you, because I could see it as something really not, really being polarizing. The death. Yeah. It felt just like when. Oh. Uh, I guess I'll put it in the bumper. <laughs> it felt like Voldemort's death. Like where his skin yeah. just starts floating away. It yeah. was almost the exact same effect. But but he fell too. Like he wasn't completely That's dead. That's true, yeah. I don't know. I just no. thought it was interesting because like they beat on him and he lays there and he's like kind of like, he starts to chant Bill's little saying, like he thrusts his fists against the post. Mm-hmm. He starts to chant that and then flips backwards and falls. Like there's not necessarily a finishing blow. That's why, that's there was going to be was, one, but then he I left. Was like, yeah, it looks like he's gonna. I mean, you said he does the gun. I didn't notice. Yeah, it just looked like he was walking up to him, and once again, I thought he had a stick in his hand. Yeah. And I thought he was okay. gonna whack him he, in the head. That's before that. The gun with no whatever in it. That's before that. That he takes the bat from Richie, and he's about oh, to, okay. or something. He's about to hit him. That's yeah. That's right at the very end. But then oh, he says something. I thought something. you were saying that's when no. he did the gun. No. When no, no, the falling. gun was no, right you can after see he shot George. There's like a hole in his skull, and then that's when he like backs up into that sewer open whatever thing that yeah. is, and he's about to hit him. But so he shoots him first. He shoots Georgie. Right. right? He yeah. transforms. They and all then beat as up he on him. Gets up. That's when they're all shouting, "Kill him! Kill him!" You know, shoot him again, whatever. And he's holding the gun, and Mike's like, "It's not loaded," but Bill pulls the trigger anyway, and it does hurt him. Okay. Yeah, I didn't notice. I didn't see that part. Uh, so, yeah. Gotcha. gotcha. Uh, yeah, that that was what I was saying. Okay. When he's in the well, I'm like, he needs to hit him now. Yeah. But then he. But he doesn't. He but falls, he doesn't. and I'm like, hibernation. He just says fear and leaves. Did you guys like Bev's little bit at the end talking about like seeing us as adults and? Uh, yeah, I kind of like it. it and okay. it also kind of hit a memory loss, like because she couldn't remember everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. She couldn't remember like how she got there. Because, yeah. I just thought that was a nice little... What I took it as is, well, as I'm putting it together right now, (laughs) if if this isn't well received, it's kind of... Here you go. Yeah. Our uh, book lovers. Yeah. uh, But then, obviously, they knew it was going to be successful before it came out Mm -hmm. because the YouTube hits and... Uh, yeah, I broke pre pre ordered tickets and all that. Yeah. So then that that tag on at the end was great. I, I it made me excited. Yeah, me too. Part um, one. Yeah, I broke the YouTube uh, records for most. Of it broke video. that YouTube button. Yeah. Sorry. So favorite scene. I don't know. All it's right. Okay. Probably uh, Pennywise confronting Eddie and playing with him. 
Mm-hmm. It, it's between that and the gazebos. <laughs> the gazebos? They're bullshit. That kid, I, ho- I hope all these kids do not become typical child actors. I hope they they have fantastic careers because they are all so good. Mm-hmm. So, so good. And something I wanted to I wanted to tell you guys, to ask you guys to do before we got here, was to tell me, which I'm not going to tell you now, but maybe next podcast we do, it'd be fun. Cast. I want you to cast the adults. I already have my Bev. Okay. Oh, yeah, I have no idea. Do it. Like it'd be fun. My Bev is, that sounds with. difficult. <laughs> my Bev is Amy Adams. I've heard that one, and it's interesting because there's also that like, oh, you look just like Lois Lane. Wouldn't that be funny? Because she played Amy uh, Adams plays Lois Lane. Yeah, but I thought that she just the, the eyes, the hair, the face. Yeah. She just needs freckles. The uh, we were talking about the director, right? His other film's called Mama. Oh yeah, that's it, right. I looked it up and I was like, yeah. hey, because yeah. he was supposed to do the Mummy. Right. Mm-hmm. The art style that inspired Mama is what inspired the paint, the painting. Lady. Same artist. Hmm. So there's a little bit of connection there. So. Um, I'll just pick one of the scariest scenes for my favorite scene, and that's Ben's library scene, because that's one of the few uh, the, it stories yeah. that really effed with my head. The, the the body chasing him yeah. is that uh, Javier oh, Botet. I don't guy. like that. I did not like that. Leopard. And then it switching to Pennywise yeah. real fast. Egg boy. Egg boy. Ah, that was creepy. Yeah. Something else they didn't call. They I mean they called Ben tits, but they didn't really do any like hey fat kid. Mm-hmm. No haystack. Yeah. No nothing like that. Interesting. No Michelin man. That's not something they called him. They did call him haystack. Hey stay puff. <laughs> they do call them tits a lot though the bullies at least so um random question is her dad dead no okay that's why she's going to live with her aunt all right yeah. so i was like she just otherwise straight up she'd murdered be going to him. Jail. yeah i was like oh my gosh yeah yeah i know he's alive. like how do you come home to that and then be like i guess i'm gonna stay here for a couple more days and then go live with my aunt how 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 i don't think she did i think she went somewhere i think she went Probably to a friend's house. No, or... she don't have any friends. Well, maybe yeah, she, she does. To, maybe she went to DHS. She doesn't have any female friends. That doesn't matter. Yeah, sexist. I don't think, given the situation, that a, one of the other parents <laughs> would have turned her away. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe it is dairy. It is dairy. <sighs> I don't like dairy. It's there's quite a few uh, other books set in dairy because uh, King did well because I'm lactose intolerant. Yeah, you are. We were talking about ranch at yeah, lunch. Yeah, I know. <laughs> So, I've actually been making that joke all week, and you haven't noticed that I'm lactose intolerant. Yeah, it's not a joke. Don't laugh at my. I'm talking about the dairy joke. I made it since we watched the TV series. I was just like, Everett's not gonna like this. He's lactose intolerant. I never heard you once say that. (laughs) Yeah, I did more (laughs) than once. Hey, thanks once again for listening to Geek Cinema Podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please go subscribe to us on iTunes or your podcast app. And leave us a review on iTunes and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekcinemapod, twitter.com slash geekcinemapod, and on Instagram at geekcinema. Uh, and you can go to our website, geekcinemapod.com, and leave us a message, leave us uh, suggestions for movies you want us to do, and we will see you next week for... 
Blade Runner. And then we also have our box office bets results this Wednesday. Have a great week. Bada bing, bada boom.